This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. You know what's so crazy, dog? What's up? <laughs> Nigga, last week I thought I was freezing because the air conditioning was on in this bitch. Mm. Yeah, I was freezing. because Whole time. <laughs> Whole time. Then I got to the crib. I had the air conditioning on all day because mm-hmm. it was like 90-something degrees that day and shit. Mm-hmm. So I went in the crib like, man, it's cold in this motherfucker too. I turned the motherfucker down, lay down in the bed and shit. Got on the covers and slept. <laughs> and like, and like I was tossing the turning that night. I was like, damn, man, I think I got COVID. Like, my brain was going like, yeah, yeah. I think, nigga, you sick. Like, I went yeah. to like full. Um, like, it was happening. Full fucking, uh, what you, hypochondriac mode. Mm-hmm. And then when I woke up the next morning about six o'clock and shit, uh, Cause I had to be, I had to be at work at seven to do it. We had to do a, a, a physical count, so everything in the surrogate count. I was like, I don't even feel like I felt last night. Like I was tripping. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like, like I was tripping. Like I was tripping. When I got to work, uh, air condition was banging at me. <laughs> <laughs> I kept going outside. I took one of my meetings in the car for my, my iPad. Man, chills. I was uh, like, you know what? Take my ass to the crib. Slept all that day and shit. And my body kind of hurt. I was like, let me take this fucking test, dog. Because, like, this is not two days in a row ain't normal. Yeah. To that motherfucking test. I'm like, well, who the fuck would have? Damn. Damn. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I'm glad to see you back on your feet, dog. That's why I hit you this morning. Like, yo, nigga, how you feeling? I don't fuck these niggas. I needed some time off, man. Yeah, man. I got so much fuck. I, I slept. More than in the last week than I did in the last six months. Bro, bro, it's it's definitely, it'll get you that break you need. Uh, Your body will sit you down if you won't sit down on your own. So, man, I'm I'm glad you're feeling better, dog. Um, We got motherfucking uh, shit. They not even gifts and donations. We just got treats in this bitch. You know what I'm saying? New cans to crack for all the mans that's back, man. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 246 of This Week in Culture. I am your host, Ant Wood, a.k.a. Trinidad Ant, a.k.a. One Half of the Culture, and I'm back, my brother, back in the studio. Jay, what up, though? What up, though? Shaman Jay Johnson, One Half of the Culture, One Half of Everything. What's poppin'? And this week, wait a minute, hold up, nigga. I queued up music. Fuck out of here. Oh, you know what? I have some music too. I want to see some cash. Keep them dollars coming, and that's going to make me dance. And that's going to make me dance. And that's going to make me dance. Make it rain, treat. Make it, make it rain, treat. Make it rain, treat. Make it, make it rain, treat. Make it rain, treat. Make it, make it rain, treat. Make it rain, treat. And I said I was coming back to this song and shit. <laughs> hey, come on, y'all. Clap your hands. Clap your hands. Hey, jump on. Everybody get up. Beat this for you. Clap your motherfucking hands, man. Dog. I'm still alive. Oh man. Yeah, dog. Man. I'm out here. <laughs> Can't keep a good nigga down. Man. Hold up, nigga. Hold up, my nigga was sick. Hold up, wait. Wait. <laughs> we went full sicko mode on y'all niggas. 
Freezing cold. <laughs> Sun was out, freezing cold. Oh, That's how Jay already know. He had to go. Astro. COVID. Yeah. 22. <laughs> Sun is down, freezing cold. That's how we already know. When it's here, my dog will probably do it for a Louis Bell. Oh shit. That's just all he know, he don't know nothing else. I COVID got him. Man. Oh man. Now I gotta let the beat yeah. drop. I tried to show him. I tried to tell Jay. I tried yeah. to show him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gone on you with the pick and roll. Younger flame here in sicko mode. Young Jay in sicko mode. Umar was looking at me oh. like, nigga, you alright? <laughs> like, Don't that be the worst when the dog looking like nigga? What's going down, man? Oh shit, man! I'm glad to be back in the studio. Glad to be back here with the audience, with the fans. This week in culture, man, we back in the building. Uh, happy belated Glizzy Barbecue Day for y'all niggas. Um, Yo, man, happy Fourth of July, man. Y'all yeah. better act like y'all. Don't, <laughs> it's you, the Fourth, dog. Like you listen. <laughs> I, I I swear to God, I, I used to be this nigga. Yeah, you feel me? Facts. But guess what? Yo, we American as fuck. Like you can act like no. nigga, this I nah, you American nah. motherfucker. Go Black elsewhere. People specifically are the most American. We've experienced everything that America has to fucking. Nigga, we offer. are America. We built it. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying like I don't. <laughs> we we got a shift. This yeah. how we took the power of certain words back, and mm-hmm. like we need to take quote unquote America back. We can't. We got to stop acting like this not us yeah. because then it's not really gonna be us. And I'm like, yo, nigga, the Fourth of July is the Fourth of July. <laughs> It's always happy 4th of July, nigga. Now, I was calling it Happy Glizzy Day because it was funny to me, nigga. It's the 4th. I posted yesterday uh, on the gram. Hold on. Let me find this shit because it made some really fucking, like, great points, man. Dear extra woke black folks, we know that Independence Day isn't for us and that we aren't necessarily celebrating it. We're celebrating that we got a day off. Maybe two from work. Some people with pay. We get to barbecue, get drunk, blow shit up, relax, get you a plate, take a shot, light a sparkler, nigga. Like, just enjoy yourself, dog. Y'all niggas be too upset, bro. Y'all niggas love y'all living in America, dog. Like, come on, stop playing. I mean, y'all I'm not, just. I'm not living nowhere else. I love, man. I don't know about y'all. I love, man. These niggas think this shit is. I mean, it's game. not like. I'm not, I'm not anti. No, no, no. no. Hold up, hold up. Get to the hook, James. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. How does it feel? Uh, say it. Coast to coast. Coast to coast, nigga. Yeah. yeah. Right, this nigga took too long. Hold on, right, here we go. Come on, now. Nah. Only in America could James Brown act the way he acted and be heralded the way that he is. He's so beloved. <laughs> Ask Brittany Griner if that shit would have flew over there. Salute to her. We're going to talk about her in a minute, man. Um, <laughs> out on love or out of love? Which is it? Out on love. 
Alone from night to night, you find me. Now, James, this isn't the first time you and your wife have had a problem. Are the two of you going to be able to work this out? Let's talk about some music. You oh. want to talk about music, and you don't want to talk about what happened. No, it's all over. Well, let's talk about your tour. When are you leaving? We're leaving tomorrow. That nigga bust out into, I want to get... I want to get down, living in America. <laughs> get about that thing. Get about that thing. Dog, man. Um, I'm very happy to be here, dog. And I'm I'm very happy this past weekend was, it was a good time, man. Spent some time with my fam. Yeah. Like, spent some time with my niggas. Me and my dogs hadn't all got together in a really long time. That's a fact. Always, you know how I go. Kids, wives, loved ones, whatever. Shit's always going on. Work. Get in the way. So, it was just a good time to take a break. Relax. Definitely appreciated the extended weekend for you. You know what I'm saying? So you was able to fucking OD on the rest. Yeah, for sure. And and go crazy, man. Yo, uh, move on simply. I don't know. Yo, feel, simply makes the best everything. Yo. Like, some of the absolute best fucking lemonade. The strawberry lemonade? My nigga. Nigga. Huh. Dog, if you go to Wendy's and get the greatest chicken sandwich, breakfast chicken sandwich in the history of chicken sandwiches. Oh, the honey butter joint? Yeah. Yeah. But I go and get the combo just to get the Simply Orange Juice. Man. Because that man. version of Simply Orange Juice tastes different yo. than the big no, no, no. version of Small Simply. Bottle Simply, because I also get that at Chick-fil-A, too. Yeah. Small Bottle Simply hit different. Like, what's this? That's what's like the- mini Snickers on Halloween and shit. Like, nah, this is a whole mini Reese's and shit. Yo, mini Snicker taste. First off, Snickers is my greatest candy bar ever. I'm never okay. mad at that. But, like, it's a mini Snicker and a, and a, and a whole Snickers to two different things. Fam, mini Reese Cups? And I love Reese Cups. Likewise. Grown with. But the mini joints? Nah, nigga, they different. Small bottle Simply Orange Juice is the greatest shit on earth, bro. I don't know who owns Simply. I hope yeah. it's not like, well, I don't want to say I hope it's anything. But yeah. but whoever owns Simply, I'm going to email y'all this week because yeah. I would like y'all to sponsor the podcast. Facts. And, and or the studio because it's so good that I give it gives myself, I give myself heartburn. We would also like for y'all to send us the other flavors of this Spike Lemonade because they got like blueberry, watermelon, peach. It was like four or five flavors at the store, but they all was in the six pack. So I had to get the original boy. Now, since we showing love and giving free promos I mean, out to niggas, yo, Jenny only in America. Some shit, dog. Shout out to the, the nigga who own Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga is never racing. He the, the greatest price. nigga on earth, dog. He say, yo. They said technically this shit should be three dollars and nine cents yeah. a can. Him and his son was like, "Nah, nigga, <laughs> we not doing it." <laughs> we, they make they they ship their shit in lighter trucks, different packaging, Bro, whatever they, they need to they do. They found a way for that Arizona to be ninety nine cent because I drink one of them bitches every day. If we really want a sponsor, okay? yeah, no, Arizona should absolutely sponsor this. <laughs> like, because I'm it's absurd how many Arizonas that I've drank since 1980 whatever nigga <laughs> like salute to them man they keeping the fucking prices down while all these other niggas is letting y'all believe that inflation is real no nigga they price gouging yo because every fucking body out here could be selling their shit at the same rate best dollar you can spend at ever this moment. I told niggas a while ago back when uh certain stores stopped selling Everfresh for 99 cent and they went to 149 I said when Arizona go up then we got a problem nigga then it's a real fucking problem. Ain't dog. no problem. <laughs> no, nah, ain't, no ain't no problem right now, man. <laughs> hey, man, we got a lot going on in the culture. Before we get to the shows, the P Valleys, uh, the Shy, the the Flatbush, yo, Flatbush Misdemeanors is a great show. Just, it is. I I consistently want to say that, man, and salute to everybody who hit me like, yo, I finally cut this on <laughs> and like binge season one, 
And now I'm mad Because I got caught up To season two that quick This shit is phenomenal dog um, salute to y'all But before we get to the shows Man we got some other shit Going on in the culture Real quick A few different things First of all I want to say Rest in peace and prayers To everybody who uh, Got affected at the shooting Yesterday in Highland Park Illinois oh, um, yeah, Fourth yeah. of July parade uh, Young man 21 years old Dressed up as a woman Hopped 22. up on a roof 22 years old Pardon me Dressed up as a woman Hopped up on a roof uh, Of a nearby local business Was he trans I mean Hey Was it the Cobb said they still look for a wig, so I don't know. He might have just because his haircut kind of already like bold bang. We know situation. what he identified as. Is no the question. No, so no, we, we don't. Really, you know what I'm saying? Can't, can't put that out there. But uh, they said he was dressed as a woman. Um, went to a nearby business, got on the rooftop, uh, let off seventy rounds from an AK. Seventy. Yeah. Yeah. And s- okay. Yeah. Um, or I'm sorry, not from an AK, from an AR-15. Pardon me. And. Uh, Seven people so far have perished, unfortunately, like over 20, I think nearly 30 were injured. Um, some of them got injured in the melee after they was trying to run and, and get to safety. Um, but yeah, man, a lot of shit. He went back home, brought his mom's car. They said his mom to this point had no fucking clue what the fuck he was doing. Nigga drove around for hours. They found him five miles away from the scene. Like, how you drive around for hours and you only five miles away from where you did the shit? How do you find them? Uh, cameras. Caught his mama car. Mm. Yeah, because once they put the word out that they had a suspect, because they caught him walking back from the building, he blended in with the crowd. Everybody was running. Yeah. And when they figured out who he was, because they said he wore makeup and shit, too, because he was trying to conceal his face tattoos. And uh, once they identified him and they put his name out there, People say, oh, yeah, his mama is such and such. Yo, Chicago police ain't never worked as fast. Like, come nah, on. Nah, Highland Park get down apparently different yeah. in uh, in Illinois. So, yeah. but five, like three, four hours later, they found Dog, and he was only five miles from the scene of the shooting. And I'm like, bro, why would you go borrow your mama car just to get caught that quick, five miles away? Like, you should have dipped. If you was going to do it, dip. But um, let him on a chase. They apprehended him. Of course, he wasn't harmed. We know how that shit go down. Uh <laughs> Yeah, man. I, thought, I swear, I feel like they be. I don't know, man. Shit, switch up. It, it switch up, man. But now they got him in custody. He ain't even been charged yet, man. Cause they trying to wait and see how many people actually perish from their injuries uh, due to this shit. But really fucked up situation at the Fourth of July barbecue, man, or or parade. Pardon me. Um, shit was just tragic, dog. I feel like nigga, we didn't have more fucking shooting convos on this pod in the last year than damn blackberry letters <laughs> like it's every pod we we got somebody getting shot at a at a high rate man and this shit is just it's it's wicked out here dog and i'm like i know that last time when it was at the school in uh in uvalde we talked about like you know what could be done around schools to protect students but i'm like shit nigga fucking can't nothing keep a, a nigga pa- off the a roof. parade dog <laughs> like damn nigga <laughs> Like, bro, and it, it wasn't nothing them niggas could do, man. And it was fucked up because, like, you know, an hour or so after it happened, I'm looking at, like, videos and pictures, and then I see snipers on the roof. Like, the same roof dog was on now with snipers up. And it's like, damn, dog, like, should they have been posted from the beginning? But it's like, how do you predict? It's a 4th of July parade, nigga. We got a billion cops downstairs walking among the parade goers, nigga. Who knew somebody was climbing the roof to start letting off AR, man? It's just, it's just sad all the way around. So rest in peace to them folks. Prayers to everybody affected, man. Uh, shit, man. It's, it's wild out here, dog. Um, 
What else going on, man? Uh, rest in peace to Jalen Walker in Akron. Um, young man got killed over the weekend. Uh, or actually, that was last week, I think Thursday, when he was killed. Um, but it, it kind of blew up over the weekend once the video came out. Uh, police tried to pull him over. Not really sure what the reason was. Every time I read a story, it didn't really say clearly what they was trying to do. But he let him on a chase. The cop said he let off one round during the chase. Um, then when he finally stopped, he got out the car and fleed on foot. Didn't have a weapon on him. They said he turned around and gestured like he was going to shoot at them. So they let off 90 rounds. 60 of them hit him. Nigga. Overkill, bro. Like, they said that it was difficult for his family to identify his body because how many bullets ripped through his shit. I bet. That's fucked up, man. Now, I'm not... They found a gun in his car. They said it was a wedding ring next to his gun. Apparently, his fiance died last month. Um, So, I'm like... What that got to do with something? No, no, no. I'm bringing that up to say, hey, nigga, shit, I don't know if he was out... Trying to self-harm, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that that seemed like a nigga who head might not have been in the right space personally. And he was out doing whatever the fuck he needed to do personally. He wasn't chasing y'all. I still ain't got a clear reason why they set chase to the nigga in the first place, why they was trying to pull him over, but... He shot at them? They said he shot one round during the chase. But so far, shit's unconfirmed. Because the gun they found was in the backseat. What you think? I don't know. Where am I going to have that conversation? Yeah. But I'm like, I don't, I don't give a fuck if that nigga let off the clip. 90 rounds for one nigga who's running the opposite direction from six what of y'all. What do you think be going through these niggas' mind when they get out the car and start running? Like, for so for an example, last mm-hmm. week here, mm-hmm. some nigga went wild and started shooting up this crib at 11 o'clock, yeah. dancing with the... With the uh, AK pistol with mm-hmm. Draco. Doing then came much. back, shot that bitch up. Yeah. Who he's also next door neighbors with the person who gun it was and the mm-hmm. car it was, and who's a, 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 a former police officer who ain't been seen or heard from since. There was a sign of a struggle. Did you see the? So they call him in the helicopter. Mm. So I didn't realize they call him yeah. that night. Um, but the helicopter had the little black and white shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it was they was it was a foot chase. He was running through the woods or a wooded area or whatever. And I'd be wondering like the cops got him unharmed. Yeah. Right. Um, but I'd be wondering like what's going through these niggas' mind? Because he had something in his hand yeah. while he was running from the police. Like, do y'all not watch TV? Nah. Not I don't know what gentleman uh Jalen Brown or whatnot. But Jalen I Jalen Walker. Jalen Walker, I'm yeah. sorry. But like I'd be wondering like what be going through Yeah. Well, I, I mean I Again, I, I have no idea what be going on with people. Like, I'm never on the on the. Let me go shoot up an entire school. Yeah, tip yeah. on the. Shoot let me parade. go. Let me go in broad daylight and go shoot this house up twice. Yeah. Tip on the. Let me jump out and shoot specifically here in the city. Yeah. Literally, let me hang out the side of a police. I mean, let me hang out the side of my charger and shoot at the police car. Yeah, with the fire. Like what? Do we, what? fuck is wrong with people but this is the wild part i don't know what go through the fucking cop's mind when a nigga running away from you and it's six of y'all and y'all niggas say fuck it empty everything like who shoots though so if it's six niggas with guns and and it looked like he about to insert person here is mm-hmm. about to shoot 
Who do you, if you got a gun like do you be oh, like no I'm not gonna shoot I'm gonna let my man take care like, no, no, no. we already know cop protocol in general nigga it's shoot first ask questions later because the whole thing is trying to fucking whatever like save y'all lives nigga and save the lives of whoever around whatever so I know why the cop shot if they actually thought he turned around with a gun yeah but I'm like nigga ninety rounds bro. And they said on the video, I ain't watched the video because I'm tired of watching black men get killed, but uh, they said on the video, whoever the lead officer was at the scene, they was like, this nigga yelled at least three times for them to cease fire. And them niggas just kept bucking, dog. And I'm like, yo, like at a certain point, like the, there's no danger. You know what I'm saying? Like then they said they went over mad. to. I think niggas be mad that they be on that chase and that adrenaline be getting to mm, them. And they, and they like, OD. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like when you've been chasing a nigga, running through, like. I'm fairly sure they whooped this nigga ass. Um, the the, the Dre dog here in Detroit, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because like, man, we've been chasing you, running phys- yeah. in the car, physically chasing you. Like you about to I mean, catch this? Shit, work. we just saw that up in uh in Grand Rapids a few months ago with the young man that got shot in the back of the head up there. The cop chased him around for like two minutes, got frustrated, and when he finally fucking got bow, nigga popped him. Cause to your point, these niggas now you mad. Now the cops is mad. Now you mad. And now they didn't turn into regular street niggas with no training, no nothing, no patience, no this, no bravery. Now we just trying to kill a motherfucker, dog. And uh, they said it's been it's been some real violent protests in Akron, man. Um, it's fucked up too, cause the the positive shit that kind of surrounded some of the Akron shit, you know, the LeBron shit, and he built a school and got the Promise School and all that. It's like the white dude just got beat up. The student from the I Promise School got beat to death on a basketball court right outside school. About oh, you ain't see that? No. A few weeks back, um, shit, it might have been a month now, one of the students from LeBron School, him and his friends was like going around randomly squirting people with water guns. And it was some niggas hooping on the uh, basketball court outside the school, not related to the school. They just some regular Akron niggas. They squirted them with the water gun and they caught the white boy and they beat that nigga to death right there on the basketball court outside the school. That's crazy. Like this shit. And it's just like it's it's similar. You know, obviously Akron and Detroit, different places, but we still in the Midwest and we still kind of seen like, yo, it's so much nice shit that goes on in Detroit. But then you still got these little pockets in these areas where it's like, no, the wolves are still present. dog. And in this case with Jalen Walker is fucked up because it's like, I don't know. Whether he really shot at them during the police chase or not, I, they said it's very clear he didn't have a. The police chief said that like he had a weapon on him when they shot him. So the weapon we found was in the backseat of his car. Don't know if that shit bust off or not. We got to check the fucking clip, see if he let a round off, whatever. That's what they said they heard. But it's like nigga, ninety fucking shots and sixty of them hit him, dog. For one dude, like that just excessive is is. Beyond, I don't know if excessive does like what I needed to do when capturing the emotion. Shot. All six officers, and they was just going, like just fucking going, dog. And I'm like, ah, that shit is is rough. And I I get, yo, we don't want to get shot. We want to go home, but goddamn, nigga, ninety shots is fucking crazy. That's some like, like next level hatred shit, bro, or next level undisciplined shit. And when your fucking lead officer standing there yelling cease fire and y'all niggas just keep popping, man, like, I don't know, the shit just, it it be feeling too personal for me sometimes, man. Like, young man, they said he was on a fucking, uh, doing like DoorDash. So I'm like, whatever they was getting ready to pull him over for, nigga was at work. 
Just had that young man killed here in the city. DoorDash, his first night out. No clue why. You know what I'm saying? Sad, dog. This shit is sad, man. Like, black men, dog. Be safe, man. People, be safe. It's it's wild out here for everybody, man. I wanna I, I wanna be calling like the mass shooters crap. Everybody fucking crazy. Yeah. yeah. Like it's like niggas have lost their mind, bro. I'm talking about the regular nigga on the streets is crazy. Yep. The white shooters is crazy. The cops is the crazy. The police is crazy. Yep. I don't know. That there's a fix for this shit Cause yeah. it's the people Yeah no, I, Not just in mass In, in the individuals And in it's like The people I would we, love As a As a As a group of people As humans yeah. Yo we fucking wild I would love to see And and I don't even know If I'll be You know Alive by the time Somebody really studies The effects of this shit But I would love to see God willing Of course the impact of these last two and a half years on like society, like mental, I feel like people's psyche is at a whole, we've always lived in a fucking uh, wild society. Like this shit ain't new, ain't nothing new under the sun. Niggas used to be hanging from streets. Man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So we always been, it clearly. Like, but what, I'm like the last the two years feel what, like. What was the psyche of, for us? Yeah. When you can go outside and see man. you and and your family. Your whole your family. Men, women, and children in your family, dog. But then it's like, it's fucked up because I would understand if black people, after hundreds of years of seeing shit like that, hundreds of years of seeing your whole family enslaved, men, women, and children out in the fields, getting lynched, getting whipped, getting maimed, uh, getting quartered, all that shit. I wouldn't be shocked if black people were the one consistently doing all this shit, right? Like, if we was just running around popping niggas, for, that wouldn't even shock me. Because look what we was taught, right? But when it's like, nah, nigga, to your point you just made, it's really everybody out here tripping now. I can't even point the finger at one group. I'm looking at other motherfuckers, because I know I'm, I'm in black shoes. I understand our frustration to an extent. Um, but when I look at other groups of people who's just out here wilding for what seemed like no reason, like the the dude in Highland Park, Chicago, um, or Highland Park, Illinois, um, they said in 2019, cops got called to his crib after he bought the AR he used yesterday because he bought it legally. They said after he bought the AR, he threatened to kill himself and kill his whole family. They had to call the cops out there. He did a psyche valve. Apparently, they determined the nigga wasn't crazy or wasn't a danger. And then here we are three years later. Nigga just committed a fucking mass shooting. And it's like, bro, y'all, y'all was on top of it. Who who dropped the ball there, dog? But I'm also like, damn, nigga, what had you feeling like you was gonna kill your whole family? What the fuck they do? Like, what is niggas going through mentally, dog? What you gotta go through to walk in a school in Texas and kill a bunch of kids and teachers? Like, I don't even understand or want to understand the psyche of niggas like that. But I do feel like the last couple of years. It's something to it, dog, because this shit's starting to feel a little bit spicier, a little bit saucier. Like, niggas is out here really using whatever the fuck they can as an excuse to get their shit off. And niggas is committing just the, the wildest, most insane crimes that you would think, however many years post-slavery and where lynchings are no longer legal to be done in the middle of the street, you would think some of this shit wouldn't fly. And it's a lot of shit still flying. You would think some of this shit wouldn't be so easily accessible to do to people. And it's a lot of shit still getting done to people that's just like, damn, dog. Like, what's the answer? We got cameras on every building downtown Detroit. Shit's still happening downtown Detroit. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's the deterrent? What's what's really going to make these niggas just Nothing. stop and think, bro? Nothing. 
cops, nigga, cops, what, 2020, uh, George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, um, kind of not directly related to the cops, but kind of offset because niggas was retired. The Ahmaud, uh Arbery shit. Oh, all the cops doing these sensitivity trainings and all that and racial sensitivity. And then it's like, bam, two years later, nigga, we back to regularly scheduled programming, man. Where these niggas at? It's like none of that shit matters, dog. White mass shooter, nigga, niggas is apprehended safely, calmly. Like, yo, if a motherfucker just shot up a whole parade route and then we catch him in the car, I'm on high alert that this nigga might be shooting. They found three ARs in that nigga car. Like, bro, I'm on high alert, but y'all think y'all heard a shot come from uh, Jalen Walker shit, and because he was running, and y'all think he turned around and gestured a gun the whole time, wasn't nothing on him, 90 shots got let off. Like, this shit just don't add up, dog. The math ain't mathing with a lot of this shit, bro. I'm really not understanding, but rest in peace, Jalen Walker, man. Prayers uh, for the city of Akron. Prayers for the city of Highland Park, Illinois, man. God bless y'all. Um... Last thing I wanted to wrap with you about. I feel like we touched on this before, but it got a little bit uh a little bit more shit happened with it yesterday. Um it's Brittany Griner shit. You seen that letter she wrote, Joe Biden? Um, I seen some of it. So I'm gonna just read a couple parts of it real quick. Um so I, I thought some shit was interesting in here. Uh so Brittany Griner over the fourth weekend wrote President Biden a letter saying As I sit here in a Russian prison Along with my thoughts And without the protection of my wife, family, friends Olympic jersey or any accomplishments I'm terrified I might be here forever On the 4th of July Our family normally honors the service of those Who fought for our freedom Including my father who is a Vietnam War veteran It hurts thinking about how I usually celebrate this day Because freedom means something completely different to me this year I realize talking to President Biden, I realize you're dealing with so much, but please don't forget about me and the other American detainees. Please do all you can to bring us home. I voted for the first time in 2020, and I voted for you. I believe in you. I still have so much good to do with my freedom that you can help restore. I miss my wife. I miss my family. I miss my teammates. It kills me to know that they are suffering so much right now. I'm grateful for whatever you can do at this moment to get me home. It's fucked up. It is. It is very fucked up. And I, before I get into my thoughts on any of that shit, I am not fucking unaware of how scary she might feel or how scared she might feel and how hopeless she might feel. But I don't really know what niggas can do. You know what I'm saying? Like, Putin Putin made a statement a few weeks ago where that nigga said, like, verbatim, yo, it's mad American detainees over here. Why she different? And it's like, yo, when he talking like that, he don't sound like a nigga that's trying to uh, reason. Yo, they said that their government or their prosecution has a higher rate than the FBI. Fam, 99.5% of people who get fucking go to trial over there, go to prison. 99.5%. It's re- But here's the thing, dog. In the history of my life, talking... Back when I first studied USSR to Russia, Russia ain't ever seemed like the place that you wanted to fucking hope you get leniency. Russia don't seem like the people you want to negotiate with. Like they've never seemed like the government that you felt like "Mm, if something bad did happen to me over there, I'm an American. I could trust it. Like it'll be fine. No, they never seemed like they was for play play, dog. Remember when the the kid, the Singapore kid over there? Yep. 
When we was like, yo, we did step in. Hey. They got them fucking lashes. Come on, you gonna get caned. That nigga got caned. Literally. Publicly. Yes. Like right in the middle of the shit, bro. I think he got them like they they talked him down to like eleven hey. lashes or some shit like that. But like one was fine. <laughs> Cause one took a nigga out. Ten more. It's fucked up. What Brittany Griner is is having to deal with, and I know she got her they trial coming give up. Her like ten years, the trial started. Like they trying to. Oh, give they her started like, it. Okay, I knew they had pushed it back. Um, they yeah, they said her like, max sentence is ten years, bro. Like that's wild. In a Russian prison, and it's wild as fuck to us because that's not our country. Because that's not our country, and it's fucked up. Because yo, I get. I was seeing um after she wrote her letter over the weekend, I was seeing a lot of people talk about how, uh, you know, like. Yo, I've gone to the airport and forgotten that this was in my bag or forgotten that that was in my bag and forgot that I had this in my pocket. I've done the same thing, too. In America. In America, dog. But not. But when you go to these other Russia. countries, like there has to be. And again, it's saying it ain't a point the finger at Brittany Griner. It's like, yo, dog, it's just really fucked up because I don't see them being like, oh, well, it's just a little law because over there it ain't a little law. Over here, these is little laws. Over here, shit, TSA might throw the shit away and let you keep doing what the fuck you doing. Make sure you don't got nothing else on you and go home. You might never see a jail cell. Over there, this shit could get you a dime, nigga. That's wild. And it's like, I, I don't know if she didn't know. I don't know if she forgot. I don't know if she was trying to get away with something. I have no clue. I wasn't there. But I am saying, like, as fucked up as it is, dog, because I see people putting the, the pressure on, on Joe Biden. They putting the pressure on the fucking uh, team she played for in the WNBA. They putting pressure on David Stern. They putting pressure on. And I'm like, what the fuck is niggas supposed to do? They're they going to be like, all right, nigga, send back Edward Snowden, and then we'll. <laughs> Fam, the minute that Putin came out and said, yo, it's mad other Americans over here. Like, why is she different? I was like, yeah, he not he not taking no negotiations. And he said in the beginning who he wanted. And we already said as a government, nah, we're not sending you that nigga. Oh, you want the nigga who sell arms? Yeah, no, we're not sending you a fucking giant Russian arms dealer. Sorry. You want the fucking red? <laughs> we're not sending you Avi. Like, no, what? nigga, we, we caught Avi. We're not sending him back. So it's fucked up, man. Prayers for Brittany Griner. I do hope that this shit turns out to be lighter than what it feels like. Because right now, shit, she... Like four months in And counting Man wasn't this war Supposed to be over On the weekend The Ukraine shit Yeah Yeah Remember they was like Super duper pussy and Come on 14 of them yep. Versus like And now niggas still fighting we Three happened? months in Was it all at cap Did they did, Cause I remember like Yo day two They just bombed An entire city Like yeah. every inch of a city Yeah They, they blew up them all. Like is there anything left Fam. Like who's fighting like I thought they was like Like I don't understand I remember they said A whole fucking like Platoon of niggas from Russia Tried to cross this one bridge And one of the Ukraine soldiers Said fuck it And put the fucking bomb on his back And just jumped on the bridge And was like Alright I'll blow all you niggas up And I'm like Shit did they win? And it was like Oh no, nah, we're still fighting Like what's so crazy Is like I literally have no idea What's going on over there I, Because fam, when you go online And you google it You have no idea What you're like, yeah, looking at You don't know What you're looking at More importantly You don't know Where the shit You're looking at Even came from Some of the shit We was looking at Came from video games From like 20, 2004 mm -hmm. um, They admitted that Ghost of Kiev shit Was fake Yeah uh, I don't know It's just wild dog But one thing That ain't wild And one thing we know them Russian niggas, dog. So what you think about this? What's up? Uh, your man's in prison. Okay. In America. Yep. For some shit. That niggas going to prison for every day. All the time, yeah. Then, 
Canadian nigga come over here, does that exact same shit, goes to prison, and then Biden let that nigga off because he talked to like, the, he talked to the president of Canada. Yeah. Like how would you feel mm. as an American when your man's is in prison for that same My shit? My man locked for the same shit. Unbiased, I'm gonna look at it like, oh, that's fucked up. Because what the fuck is the Prime Minister of Canada saying to you that got him out that my man lawyer ain't say that got him out? Yeah. He locked up. And that's, again, I don't ever want to fucking say I agree with anything Vladimir Putin says. But when he said there are other Americans over here right now for similar charges, what makes her different? Like, we, I'm I'm fairly sure we got a but Shit, uh, the Russians are still in, in, in prison in Baltimore. And yo, <laughs> with, facts. With, uh, with, with the, fucking Wayne Jenkins <laughs> and them, dog. And then I appreciate her in her letter saying, yo, please help me and the other detainees. But yeah. it's like, I, I understand that she is, is empathetic to other Americans who are over there with her. But there is some slight level of privilege with the people that are rallying around, get out Britney Griner, get out Britney Griner, get out Britney Griner. You know and it's like, it's fucked up. You know what we don't, like I said, at the, towards the beginning of this pod, yeah. we got to stop acting like we not Americans. Yeah. Because we, we American as fuck. Yeah. Right. And because we assume that the rules don't apply to us. And we also you know what that is. That's but, privilege. And we also don't realize how fucking great that we have it here because every other country is not on no light shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, and we be traveling and doing all this shit, and we expect how things happen in America to happen abroad, and it don't happen that way, bro. I'm so terrified of going to prison or going to jail in another country, dog. Fam. I'm terrified. So I've I, I spent my a, ass here. <laughs> spent a weekend in prison, or I'm sorry, not in prison, in jail <laughs> in Canada. And literally got banned from Canada for 10 years. From 2003 to 2013, every year that my parents went to fucking Niagara Falls, I found an excuse why I couldn't go. Because I didn't want to tell my mom, in real life, we not getting over there. And I used to get scared that my dad being my namesake might not get over there. Or me being his namesake. That he might not get over there. And I was like, dog, that weekend was wild. Because niggas want to say, oh, Canada's so nice. They non-violent. They this, they that, they that. Not that weekend. Nigga, we got embarrassingly strip searched. We got fucking disrespected over there by them cops in a manner that I, I never wanted to go through. And I remember my pops when he was locked up telling me, yo, the most demeaning shit that happens to you in here happens from the guards. It happens from the fucking COs. It happens from like these is the niggas that demean you. The scariest niggas in here ain't the criminals, nigga. And I was like, damn, I don't get that. Till I had a motherfucker strip searching me and fucking treating me like I was an animal, nigga. And it's like, damn, this Canada, I thought y'all was cool over here. Nope. They ain't give a fuck. Whole time they never found shit they was looking for. They found a roach in the car. Little little half a bump of weed and was looking for pounds. Never found it. And we spent the weekend over there and got banned in lieu of being charged for the fucking roach they found. God damn, nigga. That's how they treat niggas over there? So when I got that in Canada, the nice country? No, nigga, I'm not going to jail in uh, Russia, Mexico, Colombia, none of this shit, bro. Like, I'm not playing that game, dog. Niggas is foul in other countries because that's their country. Me and you talked several times on this podcast about how good we really have it over here. Like, yo, being, being homeless is one thing, but being poor or lower class in America... Whole different categorization than being poor in another country. 
Because a lot of these other countries are poor. You get what I'm saying? Like, this ain't a, a poor neighborhood. Niggas a poor country. The whole motherfucker. It's a handful of niggas over there. Probably the government that got money. Everybody else? Nah. They don't got nothing. They don't have resources. They don't have access. They don't have none of the shit that you need to get out. So it's fucked up as it is. What this whole Britney Griner shit is really exposing is American privilege. Because we all, myself included, have expected her at different times since she got arrested and it first got announced um, for her to get out for something. I'm like, yeah, they're going to do something. She's just blowing some trees. Nigga. Man, this, oh, niggas, it's a weed pen. Niggas, nothing. Nigga, I go buy one right now. It's, and then it's like at every turn, I think it's starting to hit me like reality setting in. Yo, bro, that's your privilege thinking she was going to get out for that. This soon. That was your, our privilege thinking she wasn't at least going to trial, even if they let her off. Nigga, you gonna go to trial and you gonna do these four months and we gonna keep pushing the date back just so y'all stop fucking assuming that we about to just kowtow to America, nigga, and we just gonna fucking get over in the corner and curl up. This shit is wild, dog. Like, we privileged as fuck and it's fucked up because situations like this come up and then you realize, oh shit, that privilege sets a very bad expectation and we move around in other people's countries a little looser Thinking that I well I'll be cool if something happened to me over here and it's like in reality that might not be the case man so I'm praying for a dog I hope this shit work out I hope they don't give her ten years for that shit because that just sounds fucking horrific dog but fuck we gotta we gotta move different man because these other countries is not for play play and they love catching us up specifically like they live for that shit that that we a trophy over there. So y'all niggas be careful Y'all out here Y'all heading to fucking Tulum Every other weekend Going to Mexico Cancun All that shit Y'all niggas be careful How y'all moving man Cause One wrong step dog And shit could turn into A fucking nightmare bro So just be smooth dog Alright man Let's lighten this shit up A little bit bro First of all I made a mistake On this pod A little while back It was last month actually I wanted to just Come on here And own up to it It was a light mistake Issa Rae's new show Rap Shit starts on July 21st. I was saying June 21st, the whole month of June and the last week of May. It was really like... Because that shit did not come on that night. I was nigga, like, oh, maybe that shit is... Bro, I swear to God, I was like, it hit me like probably a week ago. I said, damn, we ain't reviewed this Rap Shit shit. It's because it's not available yet. It's not out for us to discuss, man. So, um, pardon me for that. July 21st, rap should be out. Uh, Issa Rae, HBO Max is coming. Y'all niggas get ready because I actually seen another trailer. It actually looks really funny. Um, nope. We are finally in July. Can't wait. Dog. Nope is happening. Um, I'm going to email the lady from Imagine. Just see what the vibes are on a, on the theater rental. Um, I'm curious, uh, but you know, if this, if it turns out to be something that maybe it might not be like time might not permit to try to put it together. Cause I know we only got a couple weeks. Um, we'll see, we'll figure it out. I'm gonna reach out. I'm gonna see if, uh, if we can get that process started. But if you in the Metro Detroit area and you are open to going to the Imagine Royal Oak to see Nope with me and Jay in the pod, um, let us know, shoot us a note, a DM, an email, something. Cause I do want to start getting a head count. We always do prepay. 
We always do prepay Because I need you niggas to commit um, Because y'all don't like committing to shit And I don't like wasting my money or my time So if we gonna do it It's probably gonna happen Between now and the next pod We'll probably start taking sales uh, for tickets So y'all get ready man But nope is coming up July 20th Um, And if we can get this screening popping It's gonna be a good time man So um, I'm hoping we're able to put this together And uh, really get it going So we can bring back the vibes a little bit Because we really was killing that screening shit Um you watching anything lately, man? You just had a lot of time at the crib to yourself. Uh, no, you spent most of it sleep. I did watch yeah. some shit. I finished The Boys. Oh, dope, dope. Um, What's it, season three? Season, yeah, but, or... Is it four? Or no, it ain't two. Final season. Yeah, but yeah. Low-key, I thought it all dropped at the same time. Yeah, they split it up. But, because I only got seven episodes, and I know it's at least supposed to be eight. Yeah. So maybe I, I got to watch, like, the last one. Yeah. Yeah, um, I ain't got into this season yet, but that's my shit. That's a very underrated show. Um, it's another show on Amazon Prime. Uh, speaking of, it is called The Terminal List. Yeah, I fell asleep on Chris that Pratt um, so many times. Though. Yeah, it's actually it was actually pretty good. Uh, I I checked that out last week. I'm not through it. Um, I tell you what's great though, and we already mentioned it, but I gotta bring it. The old man, nigga. I still haven't started yo, yet, man. Yo, the old man is prime fucking time, dog. Like, that's great television. And then another show that I told y'all was fire, and I finally started getting caught up on it. Um, The Bear on Hulu. The Bear is really fucking good, dog. It's it's a, a it's kind of like a drama, dramatic comedy type show, man. Um, about a like real big restaurateur who moves back to Chicago to save his family's restaurant. They got like a little hole in the wall spot, and uh, but it's just a well fucking acted show, man. It's it's really dope. Shorty put me on. Um, she was watching that shit like two weeks ago, and I was like, oh shit, I'm I'm gonna check it out. And then I, it's really good, man. It's just good TV, dog. And that's on FX. Um, so FX Hulu, uh, you can get down on either one, man. But the bear, the old man, fuck with those, fuck with the boys, man. Um, some it's some good shit on. In addition to my favorite show currently, Flatbush Mission. I feel like I, I watched some other shit though. I just yeah. don't remember what it was. I watched a couple movies and a couple series on Netflix, <laughs> but I'm blanking wood on the name. The day, dog. Oh, I watched the wood and um. They officially announced the Wood TV show too, bro. I don't know if I hadn't watched the Wood all the way through in such a long time, but like yeah. I totally forgot how it ended and all that shit. Yo, the Wood is fucking great, dog. The Wood is from that era of black movies, the Best Man's and all that shit that was coming out around the late nineties, early two thousands. I think the Wood is criminally underrated from that era, bro. Yeah, like I that's really good, man. It was like, kind of, it was really good. Yeah. As I look back and I listen, watch it again, who was the star of the wood? Shit, I don't know that there was one. You know what I'm saying? Like It was kind of confusing because like Omar Epps was like narrating it. Yeah. And it was like through his eyes. But it was but dog it, from uh, the corner. Yeah. yeah. But it wasn't Fresh. really his because like his story wasn't even, I don't know. It yeah. Was, I, I feel like they did a very good job kind of giving everybody they, they just do, man. Because like Fresh was, it's. At least started Centered around him But then it was like Yo you also got A little bit of Tay Diggs um, What's his name What's our dog uh, Mike from uh, Yeah From he Why was, Did I Get Married He was Levine extra in the whole movie Yo But he I feel like He just be stealing The movies Like Or the scenes that he in dog. It was a good movie Yeah no nah, The Wood is, is really good That's definitely one of my One of my faves From that era And Melinda era. Williams is amazing 
Melinda Williams is always great. Um, what is dog name? Richard T. Jones played my yeah. nigga Slim. What's uh, crazy is watching these movies that when I was younger, they were older than me, mm-hmm. and they always look hot and young. Yeah, and I, I, uh, like I looked up Melinda <laughs> hot Williams, and young, like. <laughs> Yo, she born in 75, my nigga. Yeah, <laughs> like, like right there. Like, oh, that's a, shit. Long, that's a long time ago. This nigga, uh, Richard T. Jones, was born in Kobe, Japan to American parents and later moved to Carson, California. Who the fuck knew? Um, yeah, man. Shout out to The Wood. They announced a Wood TV show coming out. Uh, got my nigga Vince Staples in it. So. I'm there. I I fuck with everything Vince do, including rap, nigga. That's my nigga, bro. And um, just with how good the show or the movie was, I'm in. You know who got you know, <laughs> Flatbush misdemeanors has Vince Staper level humor. Yes, yes, yes. He would kill on there, and I get it. He from the whole other coast, but he would fit right into that show, dog. Like um. That's oh boy, that's dog. His demeanor is yeah, him. it for real. Kevin, yeah, Kev, that's Tim and Kevin, the same person. Like where it's like, yo, it's so dry, it's so like disgusted. Like niggas be like, wait, what? Funniest yeah. shit I've I laughed at the whole fucking weekend was, yo, do you be thinking or just be saying some shit? Like, <laughs> yo, man, <laughs> you be saying stuff, you be thinking, you just be doing it, like. Cause he said that shit when all the viewers are thinking that. Cause like, <laughs> what's his name? Stepdaddy is fucking wild. That's like, a so. wild boy, dog. <laughs> Let's get into it real quick. We got a Flatbush misdemeanors from a voice note from Rob. Let's see what my dog talking about. Cause I I think right now they three for three as far as uh, season two goes, man. Like they really kind of just killing this shit on all levels. Oh, and Rob's uh, Flatbush voice note last week. That was the one where the volume was kind of off and shit. So I'm hoping this one, uh, maybe he out the tunnel. Shout out to Dan and Kevin for writing and acting and starring in just a brilliant piece of art called Flatbush Misdemeanors. Roy Wood Jr. was excellent as that principal. I mean, he... He was being dead serious but funny at the same time. And, of course, the stepfather, as you guys said, when you get uh, not a whole lot of him, when you get little pieces of him, he's great. Um, The young lady that plays Hassan Johnson's niece, she was great. Hassan was great. The star of this episode was Dan Daw. You see Dan trying to fight his addiction and... Just the awkwardness of it all. Dan is probably one of the few characters on television that means well. He means well. He doesn't have an evil bone in his body, yet he just has the worst luck. You want to root for Dan and you want to root for Kevin. And Flatbush Misdemeanors shows even the, the nicest guys just can't overcome bad luck. Looking forward to what you guys have to say about this episode. Talk to y'all soon. Appreciate you, Rob. Um, Yo, Dan says one hundred percent what he be thinking to the like, like in your when you what you would think in your brain, like, but but you just said you was gonna do this, like, dog. But he, he would just say it out loud. Yo, like, them convos with him and his sponsor was really fucking funny to me, like, dog. Nigga, this, and I'd be like, yo, this story don't <laughs> this this shit don't mean nothing to me. Don't got nothing to do with what I just asked you, dog. Like, but it's also like, damn, that nigga Dan don't have no. 
I feel like, and we we do this on the pod a lot, because, you know, we always tell niggas, yo, we record this pod live, nigga. These is live thoughts. Most of this shit is, is freestyled as we go through um, different topics. So it may or may not always come out the right way. But I also feel like, nigga, we're so focused when we get up here and we we so used to this pod shit we're mastering this craft we're able to pivot in our conversation this nigga dan never pivots like he don't know nothing but what is currently on his mind which is how he gets into trouble because yo nigga it's no reason on earth you needed to tell the principal who that really was like it's none it's i don't know i think he should have i mean dog was jamming him up but it's also like like, nigga if if i if i one i don't know why the security guard told him Cause we weren't arguing, nigga. It was yeah. a. It might have looked heated, but it was cool. But two, nigga, you don't get no more chances. So if, if I find out that, that is subject, yeah. your ass is gonna be fired. Yeah. And I and normally what I think he would do is lie and don't say it. Yeah. But he finally was like, "All right, fuck it." It was a. Uh, he told him the truth. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? Yeah. And I, I mean, that's, ideally, that's not what I kind of like want you to do. We don't focus, nigga. Uh, <laughs> and it's and it's just fucked up because it's like. With Hassan dipping in and out of New York, nigga, from Philly, you would hope that I he don't come up here and get caught on no basic shit. It's like, damn, bro, like, you doing all this shit for your family, trying to get some money, make sure your niece good, pay her rent so she got a place to stay, and now you getting jammed up because you had to go to her school and see if the teacher could get her to come to class. Yeah, I'm kind of tired of that little, this whole little. She yo, getting on my nerves though. Like, yo, go make her do th- like my nigga. Who the fuck? Who? Why you think I'm doing this shit? Yeah, and yeah. nigga, if she not going to school, she not going to school. And nigga, you don't have shit on me, nigga. You, Kevin, you might have been able to like fuck with me last year, maybe. And even then, it was a stretch because it was still mostly Kevin, but I was his man's. But nigga, now, as far as you know, Kevin ain't even around no more. So you coming up here with them idle threats and all that shit, that don't really mean nothing to me. I mean, what you going to do to me, nigga? I'll tell the police on you. Like, <laughs> which which you end up doing, nigga, involuntarily. But it was like, damn, dog, I just, that shit is whack. But I'm also like, yo, why his niece don't understand that this is not a game? Like, I need you to keep shit regular and do what you normally do. Because if you don't, you going to bring attention to us that we don't need. I.e., me having to go to your school to see if dog could fucking and, persuade you. And, and take your dumb ass to school. Fam. Bitch, you sell jury. That Come you on, put dog. On a string. Fam. You, smell, you smell plastic bees that you like. Take your dumb ass to school. Jay, what era are we in, dog? We live in the social media era. All this shit could be sold online, right? Like, go relax. to fucking school, nigga. Yo, why don't you go to school and sell some more of your shit? Come on, dog. It's two to three hundred, maybe four hundred students walking around that bitch and teachers. Everybody got cash. Fuck is you doing? You walk around with the neighborhood uh scammer. Come on, dog. Why you doing that shit? Niggas is really like trying to like Sell drugs <laughs> I don't understand I don't get it bro I Like I, I really it, don't bro. get it This nigga talking about They jammed up an old nigga And all that shit I'm like wait Y'all jammed up Hassan nigga <laughs> Like Don't believe it Don't believe it at all nigga. Yo Hassan had me dying in that scene too Nigga Like how you calling Cap on this kid <laughs> He was disgusted that at the thought said, Let's go That nigga said Y'all could never nigga Um Yo The fucking Uh the fellowship shit? The Negro fellowship. Yo, no, no, no. No, no, no. That opening scene, dog, I'm going to tell you when I lost it and when I knew this was another great episode. When he sat down with that white lady and that Asian man, and he said, is there supposed to be another person here? I got an email from Lakeisha. She said, oh, we love Lakeisha. A That's diversity our bot. diversity <laughs> bot. 
<laughs> Representation is everything to us. I said, yo, time out, dog. Yeah. This shit is fucking brilliant, my nigga. Like, that whole, like, his combos with the lady that runs that program. Yo, when she said, eh, this is just a formality. We really just need to make sure you was you. Can't have another Ike and Tina. Yeah. When they flashed to that damn picture, dog, crying, my nigga. Like, I literally lost my fucking mind. That shit was great, dog. Um, the school shit seemed like it's not finna be as smooth as it looked last week. Yeah. Like, I thought you said this shit was like, y'all was paying me to be here. It was together. Yeah. Like, eh, nigga, yeah. it was like, wait, you not being paid to be there. They cover room and board, but y'all don't get no art supplies. I hope Dan didn't throw his shit out after he told him to. Room and board is that couch over there. <laughs> Fam, because it wasn't no board, <laughs> nigga. And the room is where class is. Like, this shit is basic as fuck, but it's like. And they said, where y'all get your, your art supplies from? Dollar General. She, she said, try Family Dollar? Like, nigga, he was like, uh. The fucked up part is, going back to last week, when his mom was like pushing him in that. Your mom didn't really know, clearly. But then you trying to do something, you know, your mom was encouraging you to do and, like, accept her support. You never looked into this shit. You kind of went off what she told you, and then both of y'all had some shit in your head that it wasn't really. And now you stuck in a situation. Now you need a job. Packs. Well, got a job. Well, you better than Dan at the job. I'm like, how you know how to fix bikes better than this nigga? He been doing it for two months. Like, what the fuck? Um... The uh, the stepdad, oh, I'm sorry, no, not the stepdad. The first nigga that was in that scene getting his flat fixed. That scene with him and Dan before Kevin came in there, and the nigga was yeah. like, "Bro, hilarious, dog!" Like this shit is really two fun. hours. That nigga said, "Oh nah, every flat is different. Like you got to give us some space." <laughs> I'm like, "Damn, what the fuck is you on, dog?" Like, and where this nigga stepdad be at? Like, why would you leave this nigga here? And you know he's not doing what he's supposed to do. I thought about something this week, though. And I have to bring it up because I don't never want nobody to say, like, oh, Abby, you know, he different. He a hypocrite. I'm going to bring up the same shit. Are they running back the same shit that they gave us season one, essentially? Like, the overarching thing with these niggas kind of running from uh, Hassan's character. Like I'm tired of the the, the go to school Hassan yeah that, that little like they kind of giving me the same theme a little I bit I don't, I don't I don't need that now they're doing a brilliant job with the comedy so it feel but this feels very much so like an extension of season one versus season now I two. think it has to change because this nigga got arrested and now, I want to see what that looked like now. Yeah. Do Zayna stop acting like a fucking nuthead and start going to school? Well, on Zayna, well, your money getting cut off because your drug dealer Inc. uncle ain't. Now where you gonna go? No oh shit! Do she go live with Dan? Like, do they work no that out, nigga? Yeah, because you only living where you living because he been paying. That's what I'm saying. Like, do that become like the thing? Like, where Hassan gives Dan the only nigga that I right, she got to come live with you now because you fucked it it's up. A little different from the first season because remember. Her best friend, which was like the African, the African girl, family, yeah, yeah, that whole little thing ain't mm-hmm. really there and shit. Uh, I don't know why they didn't bring that girl and that family trying back. to get with old girl. She, yep. she, the principal lady, she just gone. She gone, yeah. She ain't on here this season. Uh, um, he just got the job back. Um, it's. I thought this this episode more so than the first two, but then it made me want to go back and like rewatch the first two just to see if I feel this. Think this season feel a little darker, don't it? A little like heavier tone. Yeah. Like it don't 
even though it's still been really funny, like genius level fucking comedy, dog. But it, it feels a little heavier than the last couple seasons or the uh, first season did. The first season felt lighter, felt a little more like. I don't know. I I guess I'll use the word relatable, nigga, but I don't really know. Um, That said, I do think that now with Hassan's character going to prison or jail or whatever, hopefully this turns a corner from like a theme and direction standpoint. Because right now I'm still trying to figure out like what exactly are we doing? You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Um, So, yeah, we'll see. But uh, again, another great fucking episode of, of Flatbush. For me, uh, if you are not watching Flatbush Misdemeanors, I don't really know what to tell you because you're missing out on some comedy, like, legendary shit, bro. Yeah, I wonder what's going to happen. I thought I thought Zayna, dude that she, like, was, like, working for her uncle. That's where I thought, that's they, where was I thought they was headed. That's where I thought they was headed. And then when that nigga said, nah, that's the OG, we pushed off the... I'm like, nigga, come on. Doubt it. Never in your life pushed WeeBay off the block, nigga. Like, it's, it's a different level of respect you got to have right now. I don't care what the character is. That's Weebay, nigga. Respect it, dog. Um, I did think they was going to go that route, though, uh, that he was going to be working for her. Um, I also thought the shit with the, uh, with the rehab with Dan, I'm like, is he going to end up talking to or kicking it with that lady? We kept like who we kept going back to trying to get advice from him. Like, I wonder if they're gonna make that the new kind of love interest angle. Um, because I, I could see it, especially since they got rid of the the principal chick from last year. And it seemed like he really trying to get clean though. It really does, man. He really um, trying to embrace the whole I shit. will say I'm also waiting on the moment though where he gets tempted. Cause right now we've seen him in like some slightly stressful situations, but and like he was real about it. Like, yeah. look, these are situations where like I would just normally just use. Mm-hmm. I would lie and, and but like I'm I'm trying not yeah. to. And, yeah. No, I'm I'm wondering if now that he knows. Hassan got arrested and whatever the fucking consequences around that might be, if that's going to push him back. And you poor. Facts. So where you getting this money from to get yeah. the drugs? Yeah. Like you make even half. <laughs> you make half of what you was already making yeah. and you wasn't making much, nigga. That shit was funny when that nigga said, nah, give her 300, give her however much you made her. Uh, you gave her to come to your hearing. That nigga said, I gave her $300. That's my whole year's salary, nigga. <laughs> like, Bro, but um, I'm not about to pay your fucking niece to go to school, nigga. Fuck is wrong with you, nigga? You pay your niece <laughs> to go to school. <laughs> you definitely have more money than I do, dog. Um, I will say though, I need them to go ahead and bring back Big Dog uh, that worked for Hassan. Like you people, who the father is Sticky Fingers is her father. Wait, what? They showed a picture and it was Sticky oh, and Hassan, up. like uh, shoulder to shoulder. Matter of fact, I did know that because I looked up to see if Zayna's African friend, her homegirl, was going to be on here and Dan's old girl from last season was going to be on here. And when I saw they weren't, I saw Sticky Fingers, two episodes. So he is going to be on here. Damn, he's going to play her dad. That's wild. Mm-hmm. I missed that, uh, that picture. Damn. It's going to be fun. So that's going to be interesting. Yeah. And I, Sticky Fingers is always a good character. Like, whatever he plays is generally a good character. I've seen him do the comedy shit, so we know he could kill it on that level, dog. He's also not a bad actor. And just like Hassan, he just hella New York. And I feel like some of them hella New York niggas just feel natural when they're on the screen in these type of shows. So definitely interested to see what direction they take in it. But three episodes in, now that we officially got Kevin back in New York, him and Dan together again, I'm ready for them to turn this shit up just a little bit from a theme perspective. Um, before we get to 
some of the other targeted voice notes. I do want to play the voice note that we got from Alex, my nigga AJ across the pond, only because I want I want to say oh, I don't know what y'all been doing in this week in culture. Uh, Facebook group But this is the third piece of content That got removed in the last week Yeah y'all, y'all gotta be chill. careful Be careful Be careful I gotta chill I do be liking though Now that they alert us And we see that shit When I go and see it wasn't me I do I just, appreciate they it They won't let me see the comment Yeah I don't Don't remove it before the administrators Can let see it Let me see like, the nigga. fucked up shit Cause I'm like That shit yeah. fun. I can like, screenshot it That's <laughs> right Nigga I'll screenshot and repost this shit yeah. so quick Um, Alright man Let's see what my dog AJ talking about Uh, Oh before we get into AJ's voice note, salute to the very first part of his message. Happy fourth birthday to the pod, nigga. Oh, hell yeah. Come on, dog. He said, um, happy fourth birthday to the pod. Brothers, appreciate everything that you do to make this a high point of the week. This voice note is everything, everywhere, all at once. Maybe one day I'll get around to separating them like Rob does. AJ, love you. We appreciate you. Before we get to that voice note, though, nigga, we four years deep, bro. July 2nd We hit four years Of our official First episode Um, We know we got that February I think 18th I keep saying I'm gonna post it And I never post that shit Oh yeah To the uh, Yeah cause it's on Shop Talk Um, So we know uh, Obviously this shit Started when we was Doing Black Panther uh, Back in February Of What year was that 18 Yeah Um, But The very first Official episode Of This Week in Culture We reviewed Power I think that was Season 3 or 4 Um and that was July 2nd, four years ago, man. So salute to us. I randomly started watching Power from the first episode. Man. So now every time I go to my Apple TV, it's right I there. Old school ghosts yeah, in the background. Um, so, side note. Yo, man. I first two seasons of Power were fucking amazing, dog. I'm never going to explain. Yeah. But. <laughs> I really understood what this nigga ghost was like. Yo, god damn it, Tasha. I just lost the love of my life. I never thought I would understand it. Dog. <laughs> it's probably the wildest line that ever got off in the history of a nigga getting off. But I felt the nigga. Yeah. I'll just you, ain't gotta, you ain't got to explain it. You ain't got to explain it. Because this podcast goes out to a lot of people. <laughs> we, don't, we don't need that on, on your jacket right now. Dog. <laughs> was, I, mean, I cracked the fuck up. Man. Nigga said, fuck, Tasha. Have some respect. <laughs> I just lost the love of my life. <laughs> Dog, can you imagine? Dog, telling your wife that. <laughs> Yo. James St. Patrick for fucking mayor, dog. Wild ass nigga. I want that nigga mayor Chuckalisa, dog. Bring my nigga back, man. Um Where the fuck is power, dog? Yo, they they're missing out on a big window right now. Like where And is I'm Kanan? not understanding. How y'all didn't have Kanan? Loaded up, ready to go. How y'all didn't have reeking them loaded up, ready to go? How y'all didn't have BMF? Well, I know BMF ain't power, but still. Why so, you ain't got BMF? BMF, not loaded up, ready to go. Yeah. One of them three should have been, and I get it, if we go in order, reeking them wouldn't have been right after Tommy. But nigga, Kanan, that should be ready to fucking go. I seen a picture of a, a dog that played Kanan. He lost a lot of fucking weight. I don't know if he gonna give me the the Canaan vibes that he gave me last year. Nigga, skinny as shit. I didn't like he looked healthy, but it was like ah, nigga, you you was kind of giving me old chubby fifty how to rob, nigga. Oh, so he want to be a star for a while. Yeah, I'm like, uh, oh, this, got, this nigga trying to prosper. Swagging. This nigga Hollywood uh, now. Yeah, is. he was all in a uh, Essence Fest with the um cast of P Valley. I'm like, oh, you down there uh, grabbing on Shannon Thornton like that? Get off of her. So he he uh little. Uh, 
<laughs> little murder? <laughs> he littler murder. <laughs> <laughs> little misdemeanor? No, what what they call that shit on on that one post? Little homicide or <laughs> Missy misdemeanor? <laughs> Dog man, um, but shit, uh, stars, y'all dropped the ball here. Cause the flow y'all had in 2021 with them shows, they thought they thought P Valley was <laughs> y'all thought P Valley was about to. It's a whole different audience, bro. Literally a whole different audience dog. I'll be honest I didn't even watch the episode This week It actually wasn't bad And it's I some shit it. Yeah we well, I mean, The we shit that we gonna be it. able To talk about <laughs> Is like So they gave us like Themes You know what I'm saying You know last week With uh And shout out to the few people Who hit me up about this When we was talking um, Flatbush last week Yeah Start talking about You know his Your parents And them supporting you And not understanding your dreams But still trying to be your parent And wanting to protect you Niggas hit me like Yo that was a great fucking convo Y'all had The shit that happened on P-Valley this (laughs) week And I had COVID brain Come on nigga My nigga (laughs) wasn't thinking And nigga I live with COVID brain Nigga Had a migraine right now Nigga fuck is you talking about Um, But the shit that happened this week On P-Valley It's those types of convos Where we can finally draw Convos that ain't about the show And everything You know it, We don't have to be so On the fucking nose And that's what I like Make me think Nigga make me go into my own fucking Cause we got an origin why, story Nigga i tell you why I ain't watch it this week I ain't really like the energy That was coming off their little writing crew and shit Oh man Wasn't them niggas being arrogant Like to if you, you don't like, like that gay shit, shit Nigga it ain't going Don't watch nigga T- Tune out of Chuck Lisa Nigga don't Nigga don't <laughs> I was like damn nigga You threatened me nigga I moved And I'm like bro I, I said it Cause I actually had a um, An extended convo uh, With a friend of mine Actually a couple friends of mine They're They're very Very like Black women Black women Black women Shout out to them You know what I'm saying Like they're very like Women forward One of them is lesbian Um, She was very And she was just like Yo I listen to y'all pod Talk about P-Valley Like wanted to just Kind of talk to you Did you really hate That episode And I was like Yes But why I hated that episode I don't give a fuck Like I need people To understand Because we've said this With power before Homosexual sex scene Heterosexual sex scene Y'all don't need to just Shower me with sex scenes In an effort To not fucking create Cause that's what I feel like they was doing And I was like I kind of explained my point a little bit more to them um, I really hated that they used that moment As the backdrop against George Floyd Like that bothered me nigga Cause I thought that that was irresponsible Some people Remember when we did uh, Now we love Queen and Slim mm-hmm. I heard, I heard mm-hmm. somebody say They didn't like that they had the sex scene going on In the middle of doing all that yeah. When the little boy was at the fucking yeah. uh, joint And shooting that yeah. And I had to I had to, oh, I, I had to take I, it. I kind of get it. I kind of get it because there's certain topics that I feel like you don't need to distract me with some shit off to the left. No, if you're gonna go at this, be direct. Come at it. And I also thought so during this conversation I was having with my friends. You remember the week prior to last week's episode, we were talking about um, Lil Murder and Keyshawn's friendship and how it was so refreshing to see them just be friends yeah. and have like that very soft moment. I know y'all using the word soft out there all of a sudden. I don't know where that came from. But they had that very soft, very friendly, just sort of nice moment where she comforted him knowing what he was really dealing with and kind of feeling about Uncle Clifford. So then flip that to this episode. Lil Murder... Knowing what his man Teak was feeling about this George Floyd murder 
and this video that he watched and these riots and protests that are going on. And then they had that little scene where he rubbed TK for a minute and woo, woo, woo. I'm like, man, wouldn't it have been great if it just stopped there and they didn't sexualize this moment? And if he, even if they did allude to these niggas actually having a relationship beyond a friendship, if they would have let them niggas in that moment, yo, I just want to comfort them, dog. Yeah. I don't want to fucking over-sexualize and put a condom in a nigga mouth and make him put it on me and put the lube on. I don't want to do all that. Nigga, not when we talking about this. Because this is serious. And for niggas that came out of 2020 alive, thank God, nigga, we was there and we know how fucking dark these times really was, dog. It wasn't about no fucking and all that shit, bro. And I and back to a convo I had on this pod I don't know how long ago, I also think, and I say this as and I don't like that with Gay characters on most TV shows and movies, all they do is sexualize them. <laughs> Yo, these is regular people. They don't fuck all day, nigga. Like, Man. dog. And I just, I feel like they over fucking if sexualize the, them just to say, hey, the, it's gay and it's representation. If the sex is gratuitous, if the violence is gratuitous, if I feel like you just cussing just for the sake because I can use curse words, like, don't, yeah. don't overdo it. Just don't fucking do that. So I, I, I wanted to say because we, I heard some, some talk. Like, oh, these niggas, that and I, oh. Check us up. And it's like. If I want to watch that shit, I don't got to watch that shit. So here's the other part, right? Either. If I don't want to. Yo, because through. What, if, I don't episode, see, if, if I'm watching Power and I don't want to see Ghost fucking uh, Angela. Angela every I don't got to watch that yo, shit. Half the niggas I know stopped watching Power because they said this shit turned into a soap opera. It turned into a show about Ghost and Angela and Ghost and Tasha. And it's no longer about this nigga selling drugs and trying to get out to life. Damn, I couldn't be mad at that because it did turn into his relationships with these women versus his relationship with the streets and, and the gang and Tommy. And name a list of like, please point out some redeeming qualities. Hit me with them redeeming qualities. Come on, man. Come on, man. And all that to say, yo, I enjoyed P Valley this week because I feel like they actually tackled. They got creative this week. They told a story this week. The first four episodes, they weren't telling a story. They was just out here throwing shit at the wall because they know you niggas is going to eat it up in the name of troping. Come on, man. Don't just give me gay sex so you can say, oh, we fucking we supportive and we inclusive. No, nigga. I got plenty of gay friends. They not just walking around fucking. You can't say shit like that. That I have gay friends. You can't say that. Yeah, no, I'm not. You're not going to black friend me. But I'm, I'm saying no, nigga, because I can say. That's not all these niggas do. I really hate that they do that with gay characters on the show. Like, that bothers me, dog. Because it makes me feel like on some, like, you know, and it, call it a reach if you want. But, like, when you look back at, like, old fucking black film, yo, damn, all we ever did was be a maid and a waiter and a butler. Like, damn, nigga. Every gay character out here, all they do is fuck all day. They don't have shit else. TK ain't say one word last week. Nigga just grimaced and yelled. So I so he a black man trope because he just angry as fuck. Then he a gay trope because all he do is fucking want to have sex. It's like, come on, man. Let these niggas really act and let the creators create, man. Stop fucking stifling niggas and putting them in these boxes and making it uh, you saying, oh, we being inclusive because we doing this shit. No, man. Create something. Create a story for these characters, dog. So the, the reason um, that shit irritate me. Cause don't act like we didn't review this gay ass show last year. Facts and enjoyed the fuck out of it, nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like, fam. Don't act like I ain't say Uncle Clifford was the most unique nigga on TV since Omar, nigga. So when the show get worse and I start roasting that shit, 
Don't get mad now Because last week Last season When it was just the as The vibes gay, was not the same It wasn't Come on Come on Oh shit you don't like us gay Nigga the shit was gay as fuck last year too Nigga the shit with With, uh, with the shy No y'all niggas stopped creating And y'all just started throwing Hey man we'll just throw some like gay shit in there Some Canada, and that And that way we can keep up with all the tropes Versus actually creating a good show Nigga write a good show Nigga I watched Pose I cried every fucking week at Pose This ain't about no homophobic shit I don't give a fuck about none of that, nigga. If it's good television, it's good television. Pose was great television. Trust me when I say I'm not putting P-Valley on the same level of, as Pose, nigga. Stars and FX are creating totally different shows right now. But, damn, nigga, if you're going to have these great inclusive, yeah, inclusive characters, write great stories for them, dog. Let these fucking artists be artists, man. And stop just saying, hey, man, let's go... Fuck that nigga And let's just call it a day Like come on bro I hate that shit man Stop overly sexualizing These people dog Black gay men Need to be represented Better in film And the same with uh, Black gay women Cause y'all ain't give us Nothing I heard uh, the actress That plays Mercedes Brandy She said In her whole career Kissing that woman On screen last week Was the first time She ever had a kissing scene Like in her whole career And I'm like Damn not only for her as an actress, but for her character, somebody who had been heterosexual, had never had no type of experience like this. Yo, I bet you like mentally that might have been like a thing. It would have been great if y'all like explored that and like showed me like how she really felt instead of just making like, oh, yeah, no, nah, they fucked. They had a moment on the pole. Whoop, whoop, whoop. And now next week when old girl got feelings for her in the preview, it looked like she kind of brushing her off. Like the, the wife said something to her in the preview, like, um. I had such a good time with you last week, and she kind of touched her leg, and Mercedes pushed her off like no. And it's like, damn, what's that about? Bitch, you about to fuck up the bag? But like, <laughs> explain to me how we got from there to there. Don't just a hey, fuck, and then now we just drop back into real life. Like, ah, all that to say, man. Go, my whole thing, dog. Dig deeper in y'all creative bag, man. Stop just throwing shit at the wall and saying, hey, man, it's gay. We did it. We did something good. Like, I don't like when y'all do them like that, man. Because that shit ain't fair. Just like I don't like when y'all do black characters. Like, yo, make them a thug. Make them angry. Make them whatever. Every black character got to be African. Yeah. Every like, black cartoon character used to have a dark skin with yep. the little... Uh, with the little hair. The little thing, yeah. With the... Uh, What's that shit called? The sponge hair now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Facts. But, like, the course, like, they made it look coarse. Yeah, dog, like, stop doing that to us, man. And stop doing that. I, I, I don't feel that, dog. So don't sit here and try to have a convo with me about none of that shit because you ain't listen to the pod. Y'all knew last week's episode was egregious just for no reason. And they have no content. That's my thing. Like, what's the story? Like, literally, I'm, I'm, I do this in business. I do this in everything we review. Why? Why did we do any of this? Why did this character do that? Why did you have them do that? Hmm, if it don't make sense to the story. Also, for P-Valley, up until this episode, which was such a refreshing sort of left from uh, what they had been doing through four episodes, nigga, I don't even know what story y'all trying to tell me, dog. This week, why I think I liked it so much, it was, a, um, it was an origin story for Keyshawn. And we learned a lot about Keyshawn. Okay. And, uh... Man, I got to tell you. I'm going you, to watch the episode. I bro, just did. I, I got to tell you, dog. Um, They touched on colorism within black community. Touched on racism within mixed communities. Because um, it went back to when she was in high school. So 
the the setup for the origin story with Keyshawn. So, hmm, I have to tread lightly. Okay. When we have the colorism conversation, yep, is that only women? Typically, like who said who said that? Like why is that the case? Mm. Mm. Like is that? That's well, something that no, you no, no, no. Or like- but see, with us, and I'm not, whatever. With men, the colorism conversation gets laughed at. It's light skinned niggas is soft. It's yo, Wesley Snipes came along. Light skinned niggas ain't been in since New Jack City. It's that sort of shit, and we we're jovial about it. When it's men, with women, the actual like, like seriousness and the psyche of it comes out a little bit more, and I don't really understand why. Cause like whenever I hear the colorism conversation, it's it's always a woman conversation, mm-hmm. and I'm like, is no, I think for men, colorism gets joked out of. We we say uh, darker dudes is they tougher, they can do more, they stronger, they this, they that. Light skinned niggas is soft, they fragile, they, they, and then we just done talking about. It. We make jokes and we be done, which is typically what we do with like any should be serious topics for black men. Anyway, we joke our way through it and then we get over it. Yeah. And it's like, dog, that shit is actually kind of fucking trash, man. Man, that colorism conversation, man, it, it's always stings on both ends for me. Yeah. Because it's like you always putting one over the other. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. If you're dark and complected, it's like it's the light skinned people. They're like, like they're not black. They don't count. Because then it's the. If it's the other way around, it just always it's always a loser in the yeah. conversation. And yeah. like and both people be having their own valid arguments, but yeah. it always seemed like essentially I'm the real black and you're less black because of this. Yeah. Or mm. I am more oppressed because of this and yeah. you are less oppressed. It always ends up being like one of us yeah. gonna have to lose. Cause I've Hey, my mom is uh, very fair-skinned. My grandmother is very fair-skinned. My grandmother's, my great-grandmother is very fair-skinned. I've heard all of them. A couple of my aunts are very fair-skinned, but also a few of my aunts are my complexion or darker. My father, very, very fair-skinned. fair-skinned. Facts. My mother, dark-skinned. And I've, I've like, heard all of them tell two sides of the stories, right? Where, yo, we, we used was to bullied, my, we was talked about, we was this, we, we was, was that. When was a kid, I thought my dad was white. Yeah. Like, it was a joke. Oh, fam. Like, I, it was like, oh, you did, like. I can't show you. If I showed you my, my great-grandmother, who was part white, um, and then I showed you my grandmother, and then I showed you my mother, uh, looking at them pictures back to back to back, you will be like, yeah, no, nah, they not black. I almost feel like light-skinned men, if they frustrated that people keep talking about light-skinned yeah. this, light-skinned that. They can't say nothing about uh, it because they're going to come off like you they soft because you're light skin. They're going to laugh at it like that's some light skin shit. Hell, I'm not going to sit up here in front. I've done that to yeah, niggas. For sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to talk my shit. It's like low-hanging But it's not fruit. right. It is low-hanging fruit. It's very cheap. It's, it's like a the, very it's cheap the, joke. It's the, it's the cheapest joke. Yeah, it's the, dog. And it's, it's wild because, like, on this episode... um, a lot of the colorism that was happening, as colorism usually does, so much of it was just from us. It was like men talking to Keyshawn because they went back to high school. We know how niggas was in high school. Niggas was so the setup was it was like a Cinderella story, right? Um, Keyshawn's father 
left her mom for a flight attendant he met while he was with her mom. Left her mom, got with the flight attendant, moved Keyshawn, the flight attendant, and her two daughters to Chuckalisa. Chuckalisa, they lived in like this big, beautiful home. Apparently, there's like a whole nother fucking like part of Chuckalisa because this shit was great. And Keyshawn come from some bread, right? So Keyshawn's at Chuckalisa High, not whatever her old city high school was. And they have more of a mix of like, well, middle, upper class, upper middle class blacks. And upper class whites So she was like In an effort to fucking try to fit in She tried out for the cheerleading team Cause one of her sisters The light skinned one Was trying out for the cheerleading team So she was like Alright I'll do it too She wasn't good at it Gidget was the like cheerleading captain And Derek was like the male cheerleader captain Or whatever So that's how all three of them met um, Look like a cheer ass nigga Facts he does um, So he defended her Cause when she fucked up at tryouts one of the black football players said something to her. She kind of brushed him off like she ain't really giving no action. So then he started roasting her, nigga, saying she looked like a burnt chicken McNugget. No, he was just going off on her about being darker. And then Derek defended her on some white night shit. That, the name of the episode was White Night. Um, so he defended her on some white night shit. The black dude, the football player, he spit on Derek. Derek beat that nigga ass. Then two more football players tried to pull him off him. Derek beat them niggas ass. Okay. Then the rest of the football players were just like, all right, this white boy crazy. He, he the white knight for real. Yeah, no, nah, he doesn't he the dark knight, white knight. Um, he the light knight. So after that, of course, Keyshawn starts to fucking like this nigga. They went on a couple dates. They hung out. They was getting cool because she had no friends, nigga. Her sisters don't really fuck with her because they popular over there. Um, but then it was like, it was a part, her stepmother, again, it was a Cinderella story. So the stepmom hated her because one, nigga, I stole your dad from your mama. I don't want you here. <laughs> like, fuck is you. Um, but then like, she would try to do shit like she was making Keyshawn do the daughter's hair. Yo. These niggas is telling Cinderella. It was Stripperella. Literally. Um, she made Keyshawn do one of the daughters here. Now, it was two daughters. And it's the better episode. Yeah. It was actually really good. I it mean, was good. But, you, but you, It was you, well acted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the Cinderella-ness of it, if I knew it going in, it would have been less annoying. But then, like, on my rewatch, it was like, nah, this is actually pretty good, dog. Um, but with the two sisters, one was light-skinned and one was... A little browner She wasn't dark skinned I'm I'm gonna hesitate there But she was a little browner And Keyshawn was doing her hair And she wasn't paying attention She ended up burning A piece of her hair off And the mom was like What's she say um, She's supposed to be In a pageant How's she gonna go out there Like this You ruined the most Beautiful part of her Now look at her Like And it was like Damn that's fucked up You said that about The darker daughter You know what I'm saying Like these is both your daughters One is lighter You consider her more pretty Then they start diving Into wild shit Like Keyshawn daddy and I confirmed it because they allude to it in the episode, but they don't go nowhere with it. But Kitori, Katori confirmed it on Twitter. Keyshawn Daddy. You know, her confirming shit is kind of wild, though. She be over there saying everything. But um, Keyshawn Dad was fucking with the light-skinned daughter, like assaulting her and shit. And like it's a scene where they was getting ready to go to a dance. And Keyshawn, nobody had asked her to go, but the other two sisters was going. So the dad was taking pictures, but then he saw the one daughter who he assaulted her and her nigga was kind of getting cozy because it's her fucking date, probably her boyfriend. And the dad was like, oh, nigga, get the fuck off my daughter. He was like, Keyshawn, come take these pictures of us. And when he went over there, he grabbed the daughter and he kissed her and she looked like afraid, nigga, like this nigga beat. It was wild, dog. Um, And then Katori confirmed, like, yeah, that's what we was trying to do. Like, So 
on top of all the extra shit I named out last week, we're going to throw molestation in there, too. Wild shit. They got into some assault shit. Then uh, they got into Derek's backstory a little bit. So apparently his daddy was beating his ass because he lied to Keyshawn about some bruises he had and shit, saying like, every, yeah. Every particular trauma you can possibly get. Oh, they went show. there. They went all the way there this episode. Um, So he was saying... Yeah, I got these bruises at chair practice. Girl fell. Her heel hit me in the eye. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Later, he admits, like, no, nah, it was my dad, that nigga. Because they met his mom at a dance, and his mom was kind of staring at Keyshawn, and he was like, don't worry about her. Her bark is way louder than her, or way harder than her bite. But he was like, my dad, he really bite, you know, and it'd it be having you wish for my mom bark. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Fast forward, nigga. Keyshawn kind of falls for the nigga Derek. They lose their virginity to one another. She gets pregnant. When she gets pregnant, both of their families kick him out. Derek came from an upper crust family. Keyshawn came from an upper middle class family. Both of their families told him, oh, you got pregnant? You embarrassing us. Get the fuck out. His family was mad because he got a black girl pregnant. Her family was mad because she was pregnant, period. So then that's when Derek shit start coming out, like on that. Yo, the only reason our situation is fucked up now is because of you. Because if it wasn't for you and you ain't fucking get pregnant, it, I shouldn't even fucked with you. And now that I did and got you pregnant, my family don't fuck with me and we don't got no money. We don't got no resources. Now shit is hard. And they don't want to talk to me because I got this black girl pregnant. Called her a black bitch. All kind, it was all kind of shit. It was wild. But then he choked her for the first time. And that was when she was pregnant and they were still like 17, 18, nigga. So it was just like wild seeing this shit because it's like, damn, dog. On one hand, you feel bad for this nigga having been abused, nigga. But then on the other hand, nigga, you can't abuse me, nigga. But then it got fucked up. Flip to the other side, present day. This nigga, uh, what's Keyshawn manager name? Rome. Set up a deal for, they was in Atlanta. Um, they went to a strip club with Jocelyn Hernandez and a bunch of other like stripper turned influencers. And uh, basically, Keyshawn was in her element. They had Mississippi night. Lil Murder wasn't even a part of this night. She getting to the bag. She made a gang of fucking bread. Lil Murder and them was kind of jealous. Like, damn, nigga, we ain't even get down on this. Like, she got to it. And then this nigga Rome was setting up a hair deal for for like some wigs or something. And the nigga was like, yeah, come by my room later. Woo, woo, woo. She went by there, kind of knew where they was headed with it, of course. I've been waiting on this for some episodes, though, to be honest. Um, So he was like, yo, the hair deal fell through, but I got another deal for you. And he pulled out like a fucking glittery, sparkly stripper platform shoe and was like, nigga, we going to make you like the fucking, like the shoes. This going to be your thing. And I'm like, this nigga trying to make her fucking hair Jordan out here, nigga. (laughs) And, uh, but she was like, Keyshawn said it on some business shit. She was like, I feel like, because he was saying, I got a great deal for you. Like, you'll make a lot up front. But she was like, nigga, the fucking audience is limited, nigga. I'm selling the shoes to strippers. Like, nobody else is going to buy these. It's 14 of y'all in every city. Like, I'm not, this ain't the thing, dog. So he was like, look, just put on your your floss, try the shoes on, let's see how it works. So when she changed clothes, put your shoes on, put her floss on, this nigga walked in there with his robe undone. Dick out Because of course They're going to dick it out Of course They're going to dick it out Um, So then She was like Yo what the fuck ooh, ooh, ooh. That nigga was like Oh my bad My robe must came loose But he ain't never tied back up Nigga was like Y'all don't like what you see She was like Nah I'm kind of You know So then he started Pressing her a little bit Then that nigga say Yo nigga I know you ain't Little murder bitch 
Cause I seen when y'all kissed at whatever fucking city we was in, that nigga looked like he couldn't stand that shit. Far as I know, he fucking that big teak nigga. And then he showed her a video on his phone. Now we ain't see what the video was, but it was clearly something confirming a little murder gay. So that nigga was like, basically, I expose all this shit and fuck your shit up if you don't give me some pussy. She still was like, nigga, I'm gonna get the fuck up out of here. I ain't fucking with you, woo woo. So then he got on some rapey shit, snatched her top off, threw on a bed, tried to rape her. She scratched the nigga face, kicked the nigga in the nuts. She ran out there, went and told Wody, and uh, that nigga Wody wasn't with the smoke. As soon as she told that nigga, that nigga looked like, I right, gonna murder this nigga real quick. So Wody hit that nigga with some lace coat. Had him thinking it was coke. It was crushed up fentanyl. Nigga snorted a whole line. Died in a in a in a hotel room. Thinking Nas, man, man, man. But then this is where it got fucked up. This is where it was a really traumatic episode. I will say that this shit was heavy. They were supposed to go on like an extended leg of the tour, but once that shit happened, Keyshawn went to fuck home. Yeah, she go to the crib. Derek like she can't expect her back. So she get to the crib. He like, yo, I got a job interview. Woo, woo, woo. Um, I want to do that. So she go get the kids and she holding them. And then she noticed with the oldest kid who's three, he Bruce. was kind of being like sensitive to her and shit. So at first it was just his elbow. So she took him to the doctor. The doctor was like, oh, this is common with kids. Like it can happen if you grab them by the arm, you know, try to keep them out of danger or something like that. Like it can happen. And so she was like, all right. And they was finna go. And then she kind of noticed he moved his back. Lifted his shirt, whole back purple, nigga. So she go back to the crib, cuss this nigga Derek the fuck out. Like, nigga, our kid is three. You can't beat that nigga. She was like, you could beat my ass. Can't beat our fucking kids, dog. Like, don't do that shit. Don't pass down that shit that your dad did to you. Woo, woo, woo. But this is where it got wild. That nigga kept telling her, like, Keyshawn, chill. Keyshawn, back down. You ain't been here two weeks. You don't know how frustrating this been. And he was like, look, I just want to get ready for this job interview. Keyshawn say, why? You ain't going to get it. And nigga, I could have cut the TV off right there because I was like, oh shit, he about to kill her, dog. <laughs> she said it so wild, too. I was like, oh shit, he finna smoke her. So he punched her in her shit, dragged her through the crib. Then that nigga fucking pulled the iron out that he was getting dressed with and had the shit up to her fucking cheek. And she begging, screaming, like, please, like, if you're gonna do it, like, please, not my face. Like, this is my moneymaker. That's all I got. So then it take you back to all the fucking. Shit that was happening earlier in the episode on the flashbacks. Like, damn, you've been told you weren't even cute all your life till Derek came along. Now here he is finna ruin the one thing you got for you. Uh, in your mind. You know what I'm saying? He ain't burn her face, thank God. But she was just getting abused all fucking days. Shit was really hard to watch at times, man. It sounds like it. Um, and it sounds like uh, trauma. Mm-hmm. Um, cue the fucking Meek Mill uh, music. Um it seemed like I've never seen Precious. And mm, I, I me neither. Me I, neither. And I will never watch Precious um, because of all the, the, the trauma. Um, I just don't know if I'm supposed to ingest all this fucking shit yeah. talk. Like, yeah. <laughs> everything you just said is that, like, everything that I, I listed out specifically last week, and then now we got rape. Yeah. And. Incest, yeah, and fucking and molestation, yeah, and now child abuse. Physic, now you beating your girl, you beating your child, you putting like God damn, yeah, it's a lot, it's a lot. Oh shit, I I be thinking entertainment, yeah, like this one supposed to go like for brevity and like 
to escape the real world, yeah. I'm going to turn on television and I'm going to receive this the energy I'm going to receive. Yeah. Let's see what uh cuz I know uh Rob got a voice note on P Valley and then AJ got a voice note kind of touching everything. I'm going to play AJ's first yeah. um just in case we got to talk about some non P Valley shit, but and then I'm going to play Will from Dayton. What up, man? What up, Jay? What up, AJ? First things first, I hope everybody had a lit 4th of July weekend. Secondly, and perhaps, hey, more importantly, am I right in thinking this is the fourth anniversary, the four-year anniversary of the pod? I just want to say... You're right, bruv. I can't imagine my week without the pod anymore. Man, appreciate that. And you brothers have really created something very special here. Um, big thanks to you. Big love to you guys. And long may it continue and thrive. Okay. So, straight black men are trash. <laughs> P-Valley and the shy. White straight men are also trash. P-Valley. Straight black men are trash and prevent black women from living their best liberated sexual life. Mm. The shy. Therefore, retain your semen, the shy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> retain your semen and or adopt the rainbow alphabet lifestyle mm. that we keep promoting across all of these shows. Because we don't want you nasty motherfuckers reproducing mm. and passing on your genes. Mm. Yeah. Let me take off my koofy <laughs> put it to one side before I get myself into trouble. But seriously, I think I'm done with P-Valley. I'm, I'm not watching this shit anymore. Um, I'll still listen to you brothers talk about it, if you do. But enough is enough for me. I'm out. And this was another horrible episode that was, it was like a, one of those really bad BET movies, you know? With this weak-ass <laughs> Cinderella allegory that they're trying to ram down our throats. It's been done a thousand times before, including, you know, Black... Totally stealing the way he said allegory, by the way. <laughs> allegory. <laughs> stealing that shit, dog. I don't care, bro. Everything AJ say, I just be right now, like, yeah, nigga. AJ that. Versions of it, like, enough is enough. Uh, the shy, hey, week two, they're already back on their bullshit. It wasn't written by Lena, but we know she has a guiding hand in the whole thing. Um, I don't like the, where this is potentially going. Um, Tiff is the all-time worst. <laughs> but you know what? I'd rather watch The Shy than P-Valley because at least The Shy feels like it's created by real human beings and not by sex robots. And onto Flatbush, which saved the week's television. Flatbush was hilarious. Flatbush was great. Good to see Kevin and Dan uh, back together, the great chemistry between them. This show does that male awkwardness thing better than almost anything else out there. Uh, great episode. Love Flatbush. You know, Flatbush is interracial excellence, you know. <laughs> um, Peace and blessings to the entire This Week in Culture family. Here's to four more years, guys, at least. Uh, and uh, until next time, peace. peace. Peace to you, bro. Peace from across the pond. Man, man. Uh, that shit is still... 
Crazy to me, yo. So I saw like Alex. I haven't watched the episode. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't feeling it. He was. He had a couple points that I was making. Yeah. Uh, without watching it, it's trauma. It's trauma. It is fucking trauma, dog. I'm about to see uh, what what Rob thought about it. Then we're gonna play that note from uh, Will from Dayton as well. And we got a P Valley note from uh, from Don. Shout out to Don. Shout out to Greg. All right, let's see what the guy Rob thought about this shit. What's up, fellas? That uh, P Valley episode was very disturbing. Um, I have wow. mixed feelings about it. I know that we have to address certain certain atrocities in the black community, um, and uh, child abuse and spousal abuse has run amok throughout our lifetimes. And this episode highlighted that and it was very traumatic. Um, man, very, very difficult episode to watch. Uh, I thought it was an excellent episode. I'm not going to lie. I hated, I hated the storyline. It gives you a backstory as to uh, where Keyshawn was coming from, a history of being abused and allowing herself to be abused. They got to kill this fucking fake ass uh, Jack Harlow. Get this motherfucker out the paint. <laughs> um, he's got to go because this motherfucker done got on my last nerve. And now he's going to be beating the children and Keyshawn, man. Get the fuck out of here. Anyway, man, I got no jokes on this one, man. This shit was dead serious and this shit hit home for a lot of people. Um, I've had too many exes and family members who have gone through this hell. And it was a difficult watch. I'll never watch this episode again. It was just too much. Talk to you guys soon. Appreciate you, Rob. Um, so Rob kind of, he spoke a little bit more to my sentiment. It was a very good episode. Like, it was well acted. It was well written. And even, uh, again, once you get beyond the Cinderella, because it was so obvious what they were doing with the Cinderella piece of it. But once you get over that Cinderella allegory, then... Uh, you actually realize, yo, they did a bit of storytelling here. So from that lens, this was a good episode. But from the trauma lens, yo, this was a lot. It was heavy. It was child abuse. It was sexual abuse. It was fucking domestic abuse. It was fuck like nigga, you know how traumatic an episode gotta be for me to feel bad for Derek. When we learned his daddy whooping his ass when he was in high school. Like, damn, dog. So mm. it's heavy, dog. But then to Rob's point. It's like, damn, do you not discuss this shit? Because this shit happens all the time. Can we just discuss what actually happens? Does every discussion in our in, in, in our community have to be based around a television fiction? Or can we just address when we have a child coming to school fucked up? Can we just start talking about it? Or does it have to be on television for mm -hmm. us to care? You know what's even more fucked up? When I watch this episode, dog. Getting ready to come in here and talk about it in pod and do all that this week. I, I go on Twitter. You know, I go on Twitter, see what the streets are saying about all the shit we watch. Um, and I seen somebody, and I'm I'm not quoting, but it's kind of verbatim. She said, uh, she said, Oh, all the all the black men had all that shit to say about last week's episode, but y'all quiet about the episode where uh, a woman's getting abused and da da da, and it's colorism, it's racism, it's sexual abuse, and all that. Y'all ain't got nothing to say. But last week when it was gay, y'all niggas was up in arms. And I, I read that and I, I kind of looked through some of the comments and then I, I stopped because I got a job and I have shit to do. But 
it was fucked up because when I read that, my initial thoughts were, yo, a lot of niggas might be quiet because when it come to shit like this, we get told shut the fuck up. Like when it come to like shit with black women and they traumas and they abuse, we get told to stay out of it and ain't our business. So niggas don't want to overstep. We don't want to say nothing and maybe it come off wrong or maybe it comes off insensitive. And it's kind of a difficult conversation to have. But I'm like me, nigga, and and you could tell about Rob's tone. Yo, dog, nigga, I I fucking I empathize when I see women and children being hurt like this. Shit, I emphasize when I see pets getting hurt like this. Like because what y'all. Nigga, I'm a human, bro. Because child abuse happens across the board, fam. And it's it's male not a or female, male or female, black or white. Like this is not a fucking race thing, and ain't a, a gender thing. Like this ain't no. This wasn't an episode where I felt like a divide needed to be called out, nigga. This this, this what I don't like. Uh, I don't like this. How it appears to me sometimes. Mm-hmm. I think people search out different levels of victimhood all the time. Mm. And they be so proud to wear their victim badge. Yeah. And immediately you'll hear, you'll the, the conversation is, this episode was about whatever it is. And then immediately the first thing you do is, where are all y'all at? Yeah. Where are you guys at? Yeah. Why? Because you want to be a, another, like, what, what does that accomplish? I didn't like, when I saw that tweet, I was bothered because I'm like, damn, dog. I feel like black men, and this ain't a this ain't a cape for black men. Well, actually, it is because nigga, I'm a black man. I'm always cape for us, dog. Just like I cape for black women, nigga. Um, I feel like a lot of times we get put in the fucking damned if you do, damned if you don't, right? Like if if niggas got online and talked about how disturbing this episode was and how difficult it was to watch, shit. If niggas had the same sentiment that I seen a lot of people have last week, like yo. I didn't want to see that. I may not watch the show again. If we said that on this episode, shit, you might get called out like you a punk. Like, oh, when it's a woman getting abused, you don't you want to turn it off. You don't want to, this well, happens well, every day. Well, based on this episode, the black man stepped in and killed a nigga. Come on, did he not? So it's fun. Did so, he not kill another black man because of what he did? Uncle Clifford narrated this episode. Nobody else is in it. It's Keyshawn and like the the tour group and then everybody involved in the flashback to uh high school. But um Uncle Clifford narrated throughout and toward the end when the when the shit with Rome happens and Wody steps in to go kill this nigga, Uncle Clifford says something like, Sometimes your white knight ain't white. Nigga. <laughs> and then she says sometimes even the devil could be an angel. Something like that. It was something like that. And it was like as Uncle Clifford's talking, they're starting to show Wody's silhouette walk toward Rome's hotel room to go in there to kill this nigga in defense of Keyshawn. But then I start seeing niggas online say, oh, he wasn't defending Keyshawn. He was trying to keep Lil' Murder video from coming out so they don't get out of the keep touring. And I'm like, okay, yeah, he was doing both. He was doing both. Don't try to fucking rape my friend. Also, don't try to weaponize his gayness. Don't try to weaponize this nigga's gayness. And you tell him now somebody did point out, yo, he killed that nigga, overdosed, all that shit that happened. But Wody ain't get that phone. So that video that he showed Keyshawn, whatever's on it. Everybody phone locked. That shit ain't never going up. Who got an unlocked phone? Did he send it to somebody? I don't know. I don't know. We're going to see. But all that said, man, it was a heavier episode. But this one I enjoyed because I feel like they actually, one, told a story. Two, required some acting. 
you can't you can't poke around at some of the themes that they touched in this episode. But it was fucked up, man. And they they gave the warning right at the top of the episode. Yo, if you've been abused, sexually abused, domestic abused, any type of shit, call this hotline, nigga. Cause and when you see that at the top, you already know you probably in for some some shit that's gonna disturb you. And this episode was definitely that. Let me see what uh let me see what Will from Dayton. Actually, I'm gonna see what Dawn talking about first. Cause Dawn looked like she might have sent hers for last week's episode. And I wanna make sure that we don't uh well miss that. Dawn, what up? See what my dog on. Oh my God. Oh my God. Them niggas ain't dying for you. That's what I hear. I hear them sirens. That's all I got. That's it. Yo. 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 Yo, you bringing J. COVID back up. Maybe cough a little COVID up. <laughs> little COVID cough came out. That's fucking funny, dog. Yo, that was, Don, that was black excellence, dog. Yo, that video resurfacing, um, Pusha T said that's the greatest street video of all time. I saw that. I saw and that. And I'm like, I don't want to disagree with him. I can't disagree with that's him. That's a greedy, it look, it's shot. Beautiful. That video is beautiful <laughs> And that song is beautiful Like That's one of the greatest disses of all time nigga. But like I think when it comes on Them sirens Mixed with that Yeah How, how It set great, a tone nigga. How great they shot the black people faces How they, how that skin pop And how ooh. Don't you love motherfuckers who could capture black skin Yeah Like yeah. on film That should be anyway, uh, anyway. We hit different dog anyway. Black people beautiful as fuck man Shout out to us dog all right, let me see what uh what the guy Will from Dayton talking about, man. Will, what up? I see you switched over to the Gmail, dog. He like, I'm like, get this two minutes out. He better come with bars too, bars. nigga. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hold up. How long is this shit? This shit taking a minute to download. Damn. Hello, we almost there. We almost there. They came with a hot 16. <laughs> no, Will about to come in. All bars, nigga. All first, first. Shit. Hosp- all them hospitals getting <laughs> beds out. <laughs> I just looked at that the other day. Yo, Mac Myron and um, Bill Collector. Great. Fuck. Yo, man. Bill Collector has gotten so much better. Yeah, but Mac Myron won that battle. Damn. But, Damn. I mean, he he didn't. But yeah, he yeah, didn't. yeah, yeah. But Bill Mac, Collector is fucking amazing. Bill Collector is great. I really enjoy Bill. Um, Mac Myron has great delivery. Like he's he's a hard. Like even when he like say some shit that don't necessarily hit, it just sound really fucking dope. Dog. And he's hilarious. Yo, uh, what's dog? Uh, real name Brandon. That nigga, the big nigga, kind of look like Av a little bit. Yeah, it, it be like uh, lions on. I like the way that nigga rap too, dog. Like some of them niggas just got that voice, and it hit a little different, dog. All right, man. Let's see what my dog talking about. Will, what up, though? It's Nas till I'm gone. Give my all, give them more. Miles on my Peloton. I've been working on my core. Colors of Benetton. Pastel rugs on the floor. Mill prep me. Fiori testy. She out on the terrace. A glass of Petrus with her bestie. Drunk texting. While I'm out here trying to spread the message. You searching for qualities that I'm already blessed with. R&B X's. Charms on the necklace. What up, fellas? It's your boy, my Will. boy. Dayton. Love the podcast last week. 
blood at the end of that joint talking about people that be wanting to be friends. You telling them that ain't your OGs. Remind me of some Kendrick. Jay and Ann gave you this is culture, but we are not your savior. Mm. Anyway, fellas, I love uh, y'all absolutely did put me on the um, Flatbush misdemeanors. I watched it. I probably finished it a couple months ago. I meant to tell y'all, but that great show, man. I love that first uh, season specifically. This one, it's starting off cool. I love when I like when they get it all the way back into it. I want Hassan more, man. Hassan is comedy for him to Thanks. use the same type of uh, dialogue like he used if he was Weebay. Like it ain't like he trying to be funny. He just talk and be funny, man. That nigga is comedy. I love that first season of episode two with the psychiatrist when she was on the actual uh, the computer. That that episode is comedy right there. Uh, what else? Oh, uh, uh, P Valley. I watched that more because of y'all, man. I just I love y'all reviews over now. I'm I'm with y'all on that, man. I got to keep the finger by the 10 second button, so I watch it on the phone most of the time. No disrespect, but this last episode was pretty good, man. It reminded me kind of of a some nice real writing, real show. You know what I mean? So I love to hear what y'all got to say about that. The shy, it's cool. You know what I mean? It's, they had five, six straight scenes of just simping on there at one, at one point and I just almost couldn't take it but you know with, I don't have beef with Lena since she fucked up uh, Master of None that third season come on that pissed me off she did a whack ass job with that Boomerang show they had on BET I don't know man. I'm, not, I'm not a super fan of Lena man but it's all good it's all good oh and um also that uh that uh old man that old man is great that show is great right now the great hand to hand combat I'm loving that. I'm loving that show right there. I'm, I'm uh, interested to see what that's going to do. I also would love if y'all guys, y'all talked about a little bit, did the love life. That love life was great to me. I feel y'all. No, that's 100%. Happening. I that's didn't happening. like the first season, to be honest. I like Anna Kendrick, though, but that first season was dope to me. And then how they kind of tied it in a quick second. You ain't got to watch both seasons. But that season two was, that was wonderful, man. That was a good-ass show. So I'm looking forward to that if y'all do do that. Y'all decided to do that. They could have made a whole series about that show. But anyway, I've been long enough. Alright fellas, holla at y'all later. One. That yeah. third season. Yeah, I ain't never watched first season of uh of Love. So what's funny, I started with season two. Um after you told me about it and I seen the previews and new CP was in there, CP what up though. Um and then because of how much I watch I've rewatched literally I've rewatched season two of that shit so much. I was like, yo, press play on season one. Just do it. Cause if it was even close to this good it's gonna be something you can watch. Yo, season one wasn't bad, bro. It really I it was it not was, bad, I man. It is. Um, and to that point, even though the connection uh in season two to season one is light and they don't like they don't live there. But when you watch season one, a couple things piece together a little bit more. Like you just get a little more about season two, man. That was great television, dog. <clears throat> but uh Will, I agree with you. Um, I think this episode of P Valley was this one wasn't bad. It was heavy. It wasn't bad at all. Now let's move on to the shy, bro. Um, cause Will, I'm right there with you, and we're gonna play Rob Silver's voice note in a minute about the shy. <sighs> I thought the the premiere episode last week for season five was really good. I was entertained. Um, I I wasn't mad at it. Episode two. Felt like they took a step back to me, man. Uh, I still wasn't mad at this episode. Um, it is a different. I feel it's, it's still lighter. Yeah. Um, 
I think Tiff is probably one of the worst human beings in the history of, of people. Okay, we here. Let's can we talk about it? Can um, we talk about it? Yeah. She going for the Tasha belt of the worst woman and the Monet Tejada belt of the worst woman on TV. Like woman character on TV. Bro, Tiffany is horrible, dog. Yeah. And this is a character I really enjoyed season one and two. Like when no. she was Emmett, Emmett baby mom, like she was cool. They kept they let her play the back. She was cool, and I enjoyed she was her. Cool season one, she was a rat. Well, yeah, she was a she rat, was but like super duper rat. It made sense because it's like yo, this nigga just running through the hood, fucking rats, nigga. He get a couple of them pregnant. She, cool. She, she was super duper rat. She was super duper. Uh, now I ain't like what's her girl name and uh, we just got finished talking about in 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 P Valley. Keyshawn. She was Keyshawn. But like no, getting she was Mississippi. Yeah. She, yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting beat on and yeah. shit. You know what I'm saying? Ain't shit getting beat on. Bunch of kids, blah blah blah. Yeah. And then somehow they magically made her a good girl, and we we got we felt sorry for her. And she was she cool was that one season. What was that? Season three, maybe. Yeah. yeah. And then nigga, they flipped. Yeah, it was season three where I was like, yo, I like Tiff. I fuck with Tiff. Season four, we know what they did. They threw her out there. She was swinging all that shit. Season five, they back with a vengeance, dog. Cause through two episodes, I literally don't understand why she treating Emmett like that, bro. Like outside of 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 like treating Emmett like something, this what's be wrong with y'all? Well, let me rephrase that. That sounds <laughs> this is what's this way of thinking where you don't want any consequences for your actions. Mm. You think that it's okay to take yourself. And your young child And go move in with another man mm. A man that the father of your child And your husband does not know Has never met You also think It's cool to start that relationship And not be in a relationship mm. Right You don't She don't want to be in a relationship She say We don't even know each other enough Long enough to be in a relationship Right. However I have my whole child living with you and I put you on the emergency contact list for my child at his school. But you don't even know him enough if you want to be in a relationship. Y'all just having raw sex. And you think that this is you like it just as a logical thinking person, as an adult, as a human, as a mother, like you think this is a good idea? Bro, I um it was a scene in here and it was a light scene. Niggas might not immediately be like Yo, and I see why you ain't like that scene. But it was a scene in here that I really did not fucking like. It was the scene where she was taking, helping Keisha take her braids down. They was getting ready to go out. And Ooh. she was basically telling Keisha about all this. And Keisha kept throwing out there. And she, I noticed Keisha did it last week too on episode one, where she was telling her like, yo, go easy on Emmett. Yo, be cute. Fuck Emmett. You supposed to be the OG. Nigga. You giving horrible advice. Nigga. You telling this young girl, go out there and just hold your fucking life away. So then it's like, you gotta, I've, I've noticed your, Keisha's your womb start, still open. Keisha <laughs> doing the, this is what people tend to do with their friends. Because it's your friend, you won't keep it all the way real. You won't tell them, yo. Because when she said, yo, go easy on Emmett. And then uh, Tiffany said, fuck him. No, what you show, what you supposed to be like? No, fuck that. That's my nigga, fam. This is my nigga. This is my homeboy, nigga. I know you cause of him. Like, no, you you're not about to fuck over my homeboy. You're not going to intentionally hurt his feelings. 
Nigga, you didn't go pick your son up at 4 o'clock to come help me unbraid my hair. Make it make sense. So we go out to a college party. I'm you leave, don't even I'm go a, here. I'm going to leave my place of business. Bitch, you sell weed. Come on now. Not Come even like now. for you. You like underground uh, illegally sell weed. And nigga, you sell it for the nigga you just moved in with. You a worker. You a worker, nigga. Like what the fuck is going on, on? But no, but I I don't like when motherfuckers sit around and they people just basically sit there and tell them, yo, I'm a horrible motherfucker. I'm not a good person. I'm doing the dirtiest, foulest shit I could do to a motherfucker. And the friends just sit there and nod and smile and make jokes. Nigga, that shit is corny to me, bro. Like, that's some of the wackest shit I've ever seen in my life, bro. It's like, y'all niggas don't... People ain't accountable because they people don't hold them accountable, nigga. Accountability fucking matters, dog. You got to start to... You ain't got to be aggressive with your friends. You ain't got to check your friends. But you got to be honest with your friends, nigga. Y'all niggas swear, yo, I'm going to just be loyal. I'm never going to tell my friend. My friend could fuck up and do whatever, nigga. And I'm going to just be like, hey, it is what it is, nigga. Right? No, nigga, be honest, dog. Tell them motherfucker, hey, you ain't... You ain't... You putting your kid in a bad position. You putting yourself in a bad position. Like, you, you doing shit that... Mm, I don't know if that's the move. You know what I'm saying? Like, you doing shit that looks a little... It's funny in the light. It's funny in the light. You move in a certain way, and you move in a certain way with somebody that I happen to be really close to, who I happen to be really good friends with, who, you know, my mama and his mama is really fucking close. Like, nigga, our relationship is different, so I'm not finna sit here and just let you be this shitty-ass, terrible-ass person to a nigga that I care about. Like, you can't do that. You can't just... Get off whatever the fuck you want to get off to somebody who I care about, and I'm gonna just sit here and laugh and joke with you, dog. Like that shit is corny, man. Motherfuckers don't hold their people accountable, and it's because of shit like that that people continue to make the mistakes they make in life. Can you call like is image your friend, man? If you will allow a motherfucker to shit on him, like like so for an example, like um, how could I call myself? How can I call it like a true friend mm-hmm. if Shout out to Shorty. Uh, I know she would, do, but mm-hmm. like if I mm-hmm. like if I just knew the person that you was fucking with was quite literally trying to fuck over you, mm-hmm. had no good intentions for you, and I'm just gonna hang out with you every weekend. Like Come what? On, Come on, man. Um, if don't even make sense. Real like, shit. Real like, shit. Stand up for me. Matter of fact, you don't gotta tell me. You don't. No. You don't. You don't gotta you don't break no. To, yeah. You don't, don't yep. break no. Don't trust, break no, no codes. Shit like, that, yeah. like that. But like. My nigga, you don't never say, yo, but nigga, my nigga not that bad. You know we've been trying, right? Not only stand up for me, but yo, fam, don't hit the party with them later that night. Like, yo, we have to close. Like, yo, be like, man, look, dog, you my girl, you my homie for real. But now, that shit you kind of saying about Emmett, the way you coming at him, woo, 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 I ain't really feeling that. Emmett a good dude. I don't know if I feel like hanging with you tonight right now, man, because you kind of, you threw me off, dog. So this young girl mm-hmm. who got abducted and raped mm-hmm. and has a no this is a big topic a child by her abductor that she got i mean <laughs> she had a child she had a rape baby yeah she has a child which was the product of rape yep right and your advice to her is to go out here and hoe man you don't even think that's what like it, make it make sense dog matter of fact don't make why, it make why sense. would you want that for your friend Come on, man. Come on, man. And like the 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 sweet, the nice, nurturing guy, 
you like fuck that nigga. Yep. Yep. Like everything that's told them motherfuckers, uh, what's she telling them? Yo, like, I wish I was in college. Go out there and fuck a few niggas for me. What? What? Motherfucker, you don't see my son over there? Yo, but then on the flip side, because just some shit you were saying earlier, nigga, if I'm Iman Shumpert, uh, his character, Rob, whatever his name was, um, why I got this bitch in my house? Fam, I like this bitch. And I like her enough to tell her, I ain't with that swinging shit. And I understand where your baby daddy coming from because I'll be the same way if I was him. I'm trying to tell you some real shit. I'm telling you what Keisha didn't. Yep. And I'm telling you some real shit. Yep, Emmett ain't wrong on that. Yep, I understand Emmett and I ain't with that swinger shit. And, nigga, why we ain't together? You live here. We clearly didn't pass the fucking and I'll sex be, test. I'll be honest. You and your child are not moving into my house if I haven't had a conversation with your child's father. Period. Facts. Facts. Just, just on as, some respect. As me, as being an adult male, that is what? And I'm going to take it a step further than that. I don't like that she put him in a position to have to explain what the fuck happened when Emmett came to pick him up uh, from his house. And he like, yo, I ain't mean no disrespect. I was just trying to... Because she put me down on the list because you wasn't available. Like, look at the spot you got me in. But then when I say, yo, I want to be with you, you talking about we don't know each other well enough? Well, get the fuck out. I just picked your kid up. Get the fuck out. My name's on the list. I'm on the emergency list. Yo, you know who was on uh, Jake emergency list? His mama. Duda, his mama, and Trig. Them the niggas who could come get Jake. So I'm on the same level with you and Emmett's son as Duda, Trig, and Jake mama, Peaches. Like, come on, dog. I I don't know, man. They, they've turned Tiffany, honestly, into an unbearable character. Because it's also like, what do you want? Because when she was talking to, uh, to Rob, <coughs> she was kind of sitting there considering, uh, maybe I could just be in a committed relationship with you. Are you, like, you really be committed? She was asking questions like... And the, the idea... I don't want to be with Emmett because he was unfaithful and he's currently being faithful. And now you don't want to ever be. Now you want to do exactly what Emmett was doing. You want to or because you were sitting there considering Rob's gesture. You want to be in a committed relationship with this nigga instead of your husband. Nothing makes sense that she doing, dog. They they've made her completely unbearable, bro. I really cannot stand her character, dog. This nigga talking about I need to get Tiff back, <laughs> nigga. She, nigga, for, she don't yo, want you. I'm with his daddy, shit, nigga. She don't want you, dog. She Speaking do. of his daddy, though, they can stop alluding to Lala if she not gonna be on here. Stop making it seem like Darnell got some shit going. Every time they say dumb, I get fucking irritated, nigga. But more importantly, when the fuck did him and Jada get back this close, like? I know he kissed her last week when he went over there to fix the shit. Now they FaceTiming. She gesturing and getting her, her little shit all. Nigga, what did Sway do wrong? Oh, I ain't do nothing but nurse you through your cancer and your rehab and your chemo. Like they made Jada this version of like, who does she? She, she older Tiffany. She Tiffany OG? Yeah. That's big folk, little folk? Because Tiff put her on Sway. Come on, nah. Come on, nah. Connect them dots, nigga. Uh, Bro. Jada sitting up here with the fucking Cadillac Records wig on, pissing me off every week because this nigga Sway taking care of your plants, taking care of you, going bowling with your son, nigga. This nigga said we can't fix it. Come on. My nigga. That nigga said, damn, just because that nigga made you some pork chops and shit, you going to forget about all the other shit? Ain't no way 
yo, I just kissed this nigga. <laughs> what? We can't fix it? What? Nah, nah. Not me. Nah, nah. So, now, maybe sh- maybe it should be me, but it ain't me it now. It ain't me now, <laughs> nigga. Sorry. Um, why are the men on this show so docile? Because later, right? Now. Like, but like, dog, like, it's just... Because we about to talk about another character who I'm very fucking disappointed in what they're doing with him so far. Well, not even what they're doing, what they're not doing. Kevin, y'all are underutilizing who had been the second most important character on this show through two seasons. Who was arguably the best actor on the show fam, at one point. That, they, they had this boy act since Jason Mitchell left. Come on, dog. It's like, but going back to the convo we had the on worst P Valley, thing bro. that happened to whatever Kevin uh, real name is, career is yeah. Jason Mitchell. Leaving Cause then they set Leaving. you up To not be the lead On this show Remember we was like Yo this nigga About to go play Fam we said This young boy got it I mean And no was- Here's the thing The young boy got it Cause I seen him Outside the shot I saw him in uh, He was in Moonlight We seen him in that Little clip on What was that Black Panther At the end He was in that Little part I know it wasn't much Man. But like that was like Five years ago I know But that's when we were saying The young boy got it And And they not Jason Fucking been gone. Come on man Let's see what uh before we keep going. Let's see what Rob had to say about the shy this week, man. See if he felt our sentiments. What's up, Ann and Jay? What up, bro? Explain to me how Tracy has these two men that have hurt her, that have victimized her. She lets these two men back in her life, and she, because of the good of a program. Sleeps with the devil and takes money from both devils. You got the OG Stephen Williams, like you you fellas said, from Cooley High and 21 Jump Street and Snowfall. Just a great actor. And he's bodying this role. He was great season one. Him and Jason Mitchell, in my opinion, were the best actors from season one. But he did her dirty. He raped her when she was 15, 16 years old. She lets him and Duda, who lied and... and uh, Damn near killed the 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 main benefactor of his campaign, his campaign manager, and he was on the run. He she brings them both in, and she agrees to their terms. It doesn't make any fucking sense. And look, my man, would you stop it with a uh, uh, Tiffany? Tiffany just uh, Iman Shumpert can't act. <laughs> and I used to love Tiffany. Tiffany is a beautiful woman. But goddamn, is she playing such an ugly character. They made the women on this, on this episode look real stupid. Tiffany and Tracy looking very stupid. I have one question for you fellas. Is there anybody on the shy with a, with a redeeming quality? Um, and one last thing. I got another question. And this time I'm getting off. How the fuck do you allow and find a way to, uh, in this day of age, to erase a man who went to prison as a felony conviction and now he's going to run for city council in the second biggest city in the United States? And he's a black man at, at that? Man, nigga, get the fuck out of the here. The niggas he shot Peace and blessings. victims no more. <laughs> like the victim's impact statements ain't on the record no more. Fam, 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 fam. Rob, you made so many fucking points, I don't know where to start, my bro. Um, Thank you, as always, to everybody who sent in a voice note. We appreciate y'all. Keep sending them in every week. We're going to go through them every week. Rob, let's get to it, because you brought up a very fucking good point. First, let's start with Tracy, dog. Let me, let me, y'all know... I'm I'm real particular about age. Facts. 
So Tracy, thirty-two. Tracy's horny. Because I don't know how old she is. She had, but she was a child when she had Jason, fifteen, the son, right? Yep. So let's just say she was sixteen when he came out. Steve Williams was sixteen in. Jason died at sixteen. Facts. So thirty-two. She thirty-two. Yeah. Jesus died at age 33 That's 33 shots at twin glass That's 16 apiece That's 32 Which means one of my guns are holding 17 <laughs> 27 hit your crew 6, six winning, winning to you. you Come on I man your funeral never get shot up Shit Yo <laughs> Jason funeral Yo. did not get shot up <laughs> For no reason at all I used to text niggas <laughs> <laughs> This all I used to say <laughs> Hope your funeral and I never said that else, dog. <laughs> I lived a wild life. Uh, <laughs> niggas would be like, "Wait, what?" I'm gonna like, do that shit. To hope somebody. your funeral, and don't say nothing else. Niggas be like, "Wait, what?" Um, Tiffany, or I'm sorry, Tracy. Pardon me, Tiffany. I'm done with you, Tracy. These two niggas sat in your house and told you. First of all, how did you not know either of them was connected to the funds you was getting for the shit? Well, dude, I was giving you 100% of the funds. <laughs> nigga, dude, I was literally... Hit. Dude, I was making laws to give you money. <laughs> dude, I gave you all the money for the funds. And Yo. all the money that dude I got came from that nigga. <laughs> like, when, when he said, uh, when he said I'm, I'm so thankful for the interim mayor to step in. And, you know, that I, I was like, Lori Lightfoot. Lightfoot stepped up. Gray suit and all, nigga. So, Regina Hall, or... Ain't that her name, right? Code Regina. Uh yeah. Yep, yep, yep. She not that she not she does she have a Amazon uh show playing Lori Lightfoot? That's not what she doing with the haircut. Yeah. <laughs> nah, nah, that's not the bio. I don't know why they made her hair look like that, but no, nah, that ain't. The I thought that was a nah, bio for nah. Lori Lightfoot. Shout out to Regina Hall. That uh, that movie was. It ain't the greatest movie, but I've never it's called Master um, on Amazon Prime. She mastered Lori Lightfoot. No, she Lori, ain't mastered that cut. Lori nigga. Lightfoot could never. Okay? <laughs> no, that's a fact. That's she a fact. Fucking never. Does Lori Lightfoot look like me when I get that age, nigga? Um, Tracy, you you just apparently finding out that dude I and old dog because they're never gonna say his name. By the way, he just gonna be Twenty One Jump Street, Cochise, and all them. Um, but you just finding out apparently that they getting money. And they giving it to you to keep your shit afloat. This nigga said we supposed to pay off the police. <laughs> Old nigga, dog said not. not get rid of them. <laughs> like y'all did this ass backwards. I thought nigga. he about to say not, but come them because y'all y'all nah, are the police. Nah, that nigga said we got police. we ought to kill us. We need them on our side, nigga. Don't put them nowhere. Let's talk about not only Trig. One week after having a viral video of him beating up a teenager. He running for city council Now he Not just running He got nominated Like somebody Wants him to run Uh Like How One of them Detroit websites Do not vote you For city council <laughs> My nigga You know them shits yo, Where you Now yo, that's the Michigan Chronicle uh, 40 under 40 <laughs> Or like yo You gotta get If you go on this website Get all your fans yeah. To go on the website Then you get yeah. on the list Like no That's not how that shit work Yeah, should I Should I turn my hater shit up Real quick <laughs> I mean, <laughs> checking on my hater shit real quick. I mean, I'm I'm a little salty. Cause, well, here's the thing, dog. Until a nigga I know who's actually doing some work catches a body over there, all that shit is invalid, dog. Like, 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 dog. Nigga, I can't give the spirit of Detroit award to smoke. Come on, nigga. Come on, nigga. Like in real life, like. 
But it's just uh, It's the same shit We said about the other shit That we still ain't reply She keep emailing too And I'm like All this shit is Is yo You send them Your interview questions My nigga you send you send them the nomination. You got nominated, man. I'll be forty for forty for the next two years if I want to. All I gotta do is have one of you niggas nominate me. Like it ain't to take away from what you accomplishing, but nigga, it also ain't adding to. Like what is eh. like when it, when I write my own interview, it's not an interview, fam. When you send me thirty questions and say, "Yo, answer these." Nigga that's a test That's an exam <laughs> Like And then you print it And I send you pictures Of us And then I Cause I got interviewed By you Will then go blast The website link Yeah and I send and All that shit to you Like And then you think Even though fucking Nigga Online magazines Is like terrestrial radio The shit don't really get, Ain't nobody listening to that shit Ain't nobody reading that shit But you think You gonna put traffic to us And it's like I don't, I don't see the work that we got to put in as beneficial as what you get out of it. Because all we doing is sending our audience to your site to go read about us. Probably shit they already know about us because they listen to this pod every week. So I don't see the point. Like, if you really want to interview me, come up to the studio. Come sit down. Talk to me, nigga. Call me on the phone. Call me on the phone. We put it on speaker. We do a whole live pod interview. Like, you want to do that? Let's get some content we both can share. That same motherfucker is in my in three different email boxes. Of me. Yeah, like bitch, I'm the same person. Cause she coming through all the cause nigga all this Somebody shit. I see one from the fire, photographer on, shit. Yeah. I did one. I've already did one of them for shop talk. I remember you already uh, told me that. Like, yeah, like my nigga, you did the same person. And here's the fucked up part, bro. I want us like I'm. So I got a thing right now that I'm doing where I'm trying to get out my head about certain shit. Like I'm trying to be like more like participating more. Cause here's the thing, dog. We four years deep in this pod. I feel like we got the greatest podcast alive. It's just a fact, especially within our lane. So I get to a point where I'm like, yo, I get and I love the niggas who fuck with us. I fuck with y'all too. Y'all my family for real. Even the niggas that give us shit every week. I fuck with y'all for real. For real. But on the flip side. Monique voice. (laughs) Beloved. (laughs) Hi, my loves. But on the flip side though As much as I fuck with everybody Who already Who already gang Who already family I want us to blow this shit up Nigga Like I feel like our pod Like niggas shouldn't even be Talking about fucking TV shows And movies and shit That's black content If they not coming our shit first And if you going elsewhere first Nigga you simping And you slipping And you fucking up You ain't going to them OGs Nigga But Like I have a hard time kind of like leaning into I got the hard. bullshit, bro. Like when there's, nah, I'm not going. I'm not that. interviewing myself and sending that to you, and then putting that on my socials and saying, "Hey, look, I was in this magazine." I feel like I'm misleading the public, nigga. I really do. Guess, yo, you know, what we should do. We should answer all the questions she sent us and never send them back to her. Just post our fucking answers, nigga. All right. Like, let's do that. All right. Yo, we going, y'all niggas want to get to know us? Bam, nigga. We interview ourselves, nigga. That shit about to be on thisweekinculture.com. Yeah, I'm not sending traffic y'all way for our shit, nigga. And you ain't do no work. All you did was send me an email and say, hey, answer this. Yo, I didn't. I bought thisweekinculture.com so many years ago. I remember when you got that bitch. Uh, I don't know why I ain't put the website up. But no, nigga. And, uh, hey, man. I got some more logo ideas too June I'm about to hit you Cause I wanna keep it with my brother man But uh, all that to say 
Tracy, you fucking stupid, dog. I don't like her character either because she went from being like this real like you can empathize with Tracy, right? She lost her son. He was young. He was sixteen. She you start fucking the killer. Then you start fucking the fucking killer. Come on, man. Like this nigga Ronnie was fuck. You he killed Coogie and you was fucking him after because he took your son chain back. Like what the fuck? That's all you gotta do to get some pussy. Take a chain. Like, damn, nigga. Detroit love story. Nigga, East Side Edition, dog. Um, then this whole hey, Trig, you should be fucking city council, you should run, woo woo woo. It's not possible to get your fucking record waived in 30 minutes, nigga. This shit happened by the end of the night. Dude I day. Dude, I ain't got that many fucking plugs. Nigga, you just came back from purgatory. I just had them eating out my palm no, of my hands. didn't. Nigga, nigga you was sitting there looking dry stupid. As fuck. You was sitting there. That shit sound look dry as that fucking. Fam, that interviewer asked you where you went seven times, nigga, because she knew you was on bullshit. What am I eating out the palm of your fucking hands? I went to get help. Uh, I got a therapist. Nigga, you nigga, need the one. fucking mayor can't leave. And clearly it didn't work because he snapped on trick. Nigga, that nigga said, the fuck you ain't fucking, like, why he be snapping like that, bro? That shit is actually disturbing, nigga. Like, my nigga, who was Trig? Man. I wonder, Victor. Like, they was really mad that old boy didn't want to have a transgender girlfriend. Oh, Reggie. Reggie. Yeah. Right. Because I remember that's what it was. So that they, was that was what everybody heard, and then they killed him off. They killed him off, and they said that was just a rumor. Yep. And they brought a new brother with a transgender girlfriend. Yeah, right. Like make it more obvious. Right. right. That's what they heard, and that's what happened. But like he came in as a stone cold killer, gangster OG, and then and his girlfriend was too. And then the next season, they just went a totally different direction with his character. Man. And I seen I seen a few people online like yo I actually really appreciate seeing Trig like grow out of and here's the thing I always want to see niggas grow I don't never want to see fucking nigga my fucking thug ass murderer ass killer ass robbing ass daddy I'm glad that that nigga grew and fucking learned and stopped doing all the bullshit he was on she was gonna get himself killed or put in prison for the rest of his life so i'm glad that he grew up i always want to see niggas from the street grow up and turn a corner but nigga y'all turned the corner with trig on some anti-violent shit on some save the youth shit we don't need police shit nigga why y'all ain't do the obvious because it was right there yo how about have trig sing nigga <laughs> It's fucking Luke James Had a nigga sing And be great Nope Instead y'all wanna have Fucking Jason Weaver Singing fucking Luther To this random ass lady That that shit was so forced What was that What was that Like that was awkward dog Stop And I'm Here's the thing Yo Jason Weaver's character Rashad I'm glad he had another one That's turning his life around But nigga don't make these niggas Just completely fucking Like not them Cause Shad at no point on earth has ever looked like I'm about to sing fucking uh, Can I Take You Out Tonight to a stranger that walks into the room, nigga. That ain't Shad, nigga. So the reason that I said I, didn't, I wasn't mad at this episode or the because they just check, they just took the show in a different direction. Like they've changed Jason Weaver's character into more of a, a happier, go luckier version of himself. Yeah. Like, and he, yo, they've changed him into comedian comedic relief facts they use them like atl um and here's the thing 
we just talked about it when we was talking about P-Valley. I don't want to see the black man on this show angry and upset all the time. Again, I want to see these niggas change and move out of the tropes that they fucking become. Uh, but, nigga, y'all completely changing characters, dog. Trig came on this bitch and within 30 minutes of the first episode was in the damn uh, the house where they was keeping the fucking women that they was running, robbing all the damn gang niggas. And telling him, yo, is asking him, is Keisha in this bitch? Nigga, if she not, I'm knocking your ass out with the butt of the nine. Like, nigga, how do we go from that to, yo, y'all really think I could be city council? What? No. What? Nigga, you ain't even been living a lie. At least dude I was living that lie that made it seem like he could be run for mayor. Nigga, you from Kankakee. Come on, now. You ain't been in Chicago in 20 years, nigga. Jake old as hell. He don't even barely remember you, nigga. Now, your Kankakee ass over here. Huh. Yo, why did they bring that little girl on here to be Kevin's sister? What's the point? Why is she here? Now, you about to get a new girl. Fam, why did they enter? What are they doing with Kevin, dog? This shit is getting weird. His whole life is centered around his relationship with these women and smoking weed. That's it. That's all my nigga do. Shit is odd, bro. I don't, how, I don't like how they just... I know kids smoke weed. Facts, but I don't like the. They're making it too normal here. Yeah, I don't. They're making like it look that. too normal. Like it ain't been no consequences for none of the shit that none of these niggas is doing. It's just like business as usual, nigga. Also, have you peeped that? Um, I don't know when these niggas start. Hang- well, I guess it was last season they start hanging out. But Dre, uh, all the adults. Oh, and uh, Jada and Tracy and all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. little uh, they lady folks. And Dre with the therapy, 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 and basically. Dre's wife, they mama, basically Nina, was yeah. like, my nigga, they just don't want to be together no more. And maybe you maybe you can't therapy out of it. Maybe Man. I'm just bored because I'm in it. Maybe they're just bored Man. because he's in a happy she relationship. She threw that out there, and everybody looked at Dre like, oh, this what y'all going through? Nigga. Nigga, they got all dressed up. I'm thinking they about to go to a date night. They hit the couch for therapy and held arms. They locked arms on the couch. Boy, Y'all shit going in the wrong direction, dog, because you fucked the brat, and we ain't fucking saying nothing about it. And Dre bitched up. Come on, now. Act like she was going to be mad and ain't do a goddamn thing. Say fucking word, nigga. Dre ain't going nowhere, man. Um, They doing weird things with these characters. Dre wearing the pants is only figurative. Not lit. No, factual, only literal, Nina not doing what the Yeah, Nina doing what the fuck she want, man. Like Nina kind of running shit in a weird way. Like, yo, not only did I cheat on you for no reason, I completely misunderstood how you was moving. You was actually helping our mutual friend with her fucking cancer and taking her to uh chemo and shit. And instead of just asking you what the fuck was up, I went out there, fucked a chick at the bar for no reason. And now, look at me. I'm going to therapy, unhappy. Telling Jada, uh, maybe Darnell ain't the one, cause uh, Dre ain't the one. Maybe he is the one. Yeah, nigga, like let fucking Darnell do what the fuck he trying to do. Um, they gotta stop making Darnell. Like I, I like Darnell when it's him and Emmett. I like them father son yeah, combos. Sure. That's when Darnell shines on this show. Him and Jada, I wouldn't be mad at if it wasn't in lieu of Jada. Fucking over my nigga Suede. Cause Suede ain't do nothing, nigga. Suede ain't do shit but look like Meek Mill. That nigga out here trying to build a relationship with Well, first off, you don't got to build a relationship with your son when we was already friends. <laughs> nigga, we already went to school together. Um in the future, niggas playing football with your son. 
Hove a wild nigga Oh man um, Yo I I didn't hate this episode I do appreciate the shy being a little lighter Than it was season one um, But right now Entertainment wise I feel like They're one for two for me Episode one I actually thought was really strong Episode two they got back to the like Completely unrealistic shit Like even uh, when they brought in um, What's Jake's girlfriend the uh the girl that had to fro this week she had it pressed. Yeah. Uh Gemma. Gemma. Her dad being back and talking to Trig and all that about like him I actually enjoyed him and Trig scene together where they was talking about Trig potentially running and he was kind of schooling them because clearly he know politics. That's his world. And uh but when they was talking about the shit with dude I beating that nigga half to death and he was like, yo, well as long as we got that tape, we can always use it against him if we need it. Sir, at no point on earth since Jim and Dad been on this show has he ever come off like the nigga who was going to get his ass beat, know it's a tape of it, and not send that shit directly to the police. Ever. Nigga, what? 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 He is the most straight-laced motherfucker on this show. You are not just finna beat my ass and I don't do nothing, bro. You beat me till everybody, including me, thought I was dead. Ain't no fucking way, bro. Ain't no way. Shit's just unrealistic, man. I don't like to shy when they get in a fantasy bag. I like to shy when they stick to real situations. And right now, the Emmett that I know would not really let Tiffany get off the way she getting off on him, nigga. It just wouldn't happen, bro. Suede. What's interesting no, Jada. is like um, they are making a joke of... Um, Black men trying to control themselves, <laughs> like they making they made D Ray Davis like halfway look like a, a black Israelite, halfway look like a doctor. I mean, uh, brother Polite. Yeah. Halfway look like fucking uh, one of the. I want to. I don't want to call his name. I don't want to do that to my man. Bro, no. But. It's a bunch of these people who be running around here and telling niggas to get their shit together. Yeah, and all that. man. And like. And it's a it's a it's a trope. So the black Israelites and the Moors and all them, they be right there on Woodward, um, right literally across the street from my crib. Uh, and I've walked by a couple times on the way down to Nike or Avalon to go get some food or whatever, whatever. And boy, man, that's for real what they be on, nigga. Like they telling you as a black man to value yourself and stop doing all that bullshit that's making you look goofy out here, nigga. You ain't got to. Fuck a million women to be a strong black man out here. Like, don't do That's that shit. Fact. But um also sometimes them niggas do kind of it comes off kind of mockery-ish sometimes, dog. And that's what they got D-Ray doing. And D-Ray's doing a great job at it through two episodes. I like that they keeping it real short. Like, super light. They give you a couple bars from D-Ray. Emmett responds. It's a good little light, you know, laughing point during the episode, and then they back up off it. Um, but I got a question for you though, Jay. All right. Do you believe in a parallel universe? I do. Um, we got Peaches, who was a crackhead on Snowfall. Now he over here cleaned up. But then we got Jake Mama Peaches, who was a crackhead right here on the shy. Now she over here cleaned up, nigga. They giving me all kind of shit with these two peaches. And I see what the fuck is going on, man. Um, I had a quick little theory, dog. I don't trust that Jake Mama Peaches is back. 
Jake and Trig mom. I'm gonna tell you why. Cause I do. Somebody asked in the thread, uh, "Do we think Peach is really clean?" I do think she really clean. I don't think she full of shit right now, but I think it's the reason she cleaned up. She about to help dude. I get Jake back from Trig. Cause she's the only one who can sign over all these fucking parental powers and shit. Um, Remember, didn't didn't wasn't the whole thing with dude that was gonna put her in the rehab? Yeah, and now it's over. And guess what? Go get my fucking son back from this nigga, so I could put him in that better school and have him go do the shit that I did for Sixty Third Street by making it look like yo, I'm this real legit smart businessman. Whoop whoop whoop. Whole time I'm putting in work for the gang. This nigga dipped on the mayor, but who ran the pizza? Fam, <laughs> who, who took care of the yeah. pepperonis, yeah. nigga? Yeah, yeah. Call that shit Papa's Pizza. Yo, dog. <laughs> uh, don't even get me started on this, nigga, dog. Yeah, I tried to not do this, but now we here because you said that nigga name, nigga. You candy mandate, dog. Yo, Papa got to get a shot. Yo, hose is a word, okay? Facts. H o e s. That Facts. is a word. Facts. It. It's a word when I play Russell. You know what I'm saying? Papa got to get shot, bro. I don't know what else can happen to his character to make me care other than him getting popped on some uh, on some gang violence shit, bro. They're doing nothing with this nigga but making him irritating, dog. He's so irritating. That nigga tripped over nothing. He just fell down walking normally through the school. Like, what? Him and Maisha got to go. They get shot together on the same shit. What the thing is that Papa wasn't never, um, he wasn't never, ri- like, he was a cute kid. Yeah, he not a kid no more. So that's making it annoying. Yeah. It was cute when he dressed up like Notorious Big. Now you just big. Yeah. <laughs> like fuck on, nigga. <laughs> 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 Yo, man, I don't like his character. I don't like Maisha's character. I feel like again they've under. What is Maisha him. doing, fam? Maisha just pop in the room to tell Papa like she get that nigga like a little parable and shit. And then once she say some deep shit or fake deep shit, and then tell him like keep it up with the pod. She be out like she don't. She not adding nothing, dog. And I'm like, damn, bro, y'all doing nigga. Maisha's so annoying. I'm like, damn, do I prefer Gemma? Yo, the unrealism. Jake, you not popping out your fucking room with Gemma and your mama there at the dinner table. And she like, oh, who is this nice young lady? Mom, we was just in there fingering, nigga. What the fuck is you talking about? We 16, nigga. Like, ain't no dinner right now. Go wash your nasty ass hands, boy. You ain't just popping out like that, man. That shit is weird, dog. Tracy, we sitting there talking about my potential political future and dude, I helping me get my record expunged and all this shit or get it wiped why is you horny and telling that nigga yo we'll worry about that later no back talk i'm in control now sit your horny ass down and figure out a plan if you're gonna help me dog yo jason weaver is the is the definition of boy if you don't leave her alone with your broke ass fam that nigga made fried shrimp alfredo this nigga did all this shit to ask on a date and they was like what nigga what you at least go to jet me. <laughs> At least go to the spot no, where you know you can get some I free food. Swore that nigga uh, Trig was gonna be like, well, if you go to, it ain't called Sunny's no more. Whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. Um, if you go there, you know I could have my boy Emmett hook you up. Like I just swore he was gonna say that. Nope. I'm gonna make her some fried chicken Alfredo and some uh, a spare uh, in the Moscato room. in the basement. It's like my nigga. 
Listen, First of all, if you can't, aff- I, 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 I turned in one of these niggas apparently. Yeah. But if you can't afford to date, maybe you shouldn't date. I'm gonna ask you a question because I figure Trig and Shot they probably about our age, right? Like right around forty ish. No, that Jason Weaver older. Yo, J- Jason yeah, yeah. Weaver, he's fifty six. Yeah, no, Jason Weaver older. <laughs> us. Jason Weaver about a step from looking like uh, Papa Pope. Yeah. So, but. That said, <laughs> he giving me that nigga vibe. You have to be four <laughs> times better than the competition, Olivia. <laughs> oh, shit. Yo, that was fucking funny, dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Fucking Papa Pope, man. Uh, <laughs> but... I still feel like on a first date with a nigga who sang to you in a fucking anti-violence uh, call us instead of the police group home, you'll probably want to meet somewhere in public. Facts. I just feel like his nigga, approach I, was I creepy. I didn't want to give you my number because you was in prison. Nigga, I didn't want to give you my name initially, bro. <laughs> she was scared off the name, bro. So then her popping over to the basement just felt like a stretch from how, how timid she was. Yo! Hold up. Nah, dog. Nah, dog. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. If I put this together, nigga, my parallel universe shit is on a whole nother level, dog. I think that that lady that Jason Weaver was on that date with was the girl who played Peaches in Thin Line Between Love and Hate. She was Regina King's cousin. Man. Nigga. Hold up. Hold up. Nah. Let me find Peaches. Because if that was her, nigga, then I'm, I'm really one of the illest niggas of all time, dog. And this parallel universe is different. Shout out to Danny, bro. I mean, uh, Danny. Uh, what's this nigga, Danny? Name? Danny Myers. Danny Myers. Yeah. yeah, that nigga is like quickly becoming like goat level. Dog. I really enjoy every battle that nigga's had recently, dog. All right. I don't think that was Peaches. But it was almost a parallel universe, so fuck it. Um, yo, man, this episode of the shy, it was cool. It wasn't bad. I just I felt like they went a little bit back toward fantasy land for me. And I don't I like the shy when they being real. I like the shy when they're being authentic to Chicago. Salute to all our Chicago based and Chicago area listeners. A lot of them is my real friends and niggas I know and niggas who backgrounds and lifestyles I'm aware of. Yeah, them niggas ain't walking around mad and angry and ganged up all the time. Um, But niggas also have real lives and real consequences. And I feel like they've just taken this show in such like a a confusing direction, dog. Because it's like on one hand, they want to make it lighthearted and a let's see like the good in people. But on the other hand... It's some people on here, Tiffany talking to you, Jada talking to you, who are really like shitty people, Nina talking to you, and it's like, yo, y'all went from like that season where they had Keisha kidnapped for the whole year, and now, they don't even mention that no more, you know what I'm saying? They don't even mention that little Ronnie, baby. fam, and you named him after Ronnie. The, like, who was watching the baby? Jada and them was at the, in the house party. Yeah, you was talking about in the streets. I got to uh, sit here for three hours before I need to pump again. I'm like, man, I don't know. They just, they kind of making light of some shit that I'm like, yo, a lot of these things y'all talk about and these themes y'all bring up actually could be serious and y'all ain't really approaching them 
seriously enough the way that y'all did in the initial seasons of the show because you think about like when jason mitchell and emmett was becoming friend that was still lighthearted shit yeah and it felt good but it felt natural though and it felt like really niggas in chicago i also peep what they doing they on some power shit last three seasons niggas been winner every fucking season yeah. Y'all getting colder and keeping that blue screen up and all. Like, yo, man, shift this shit up. Because I remember season two when Ronnie and them was out there and it was hot and with the heat wave and he opened a fire hydrant up. Like, come on, man. If y'all going to lighten up, lighten up, nigga. But if y'all not. Nigga, this season it it was winter and regular at the same time. The first two, se- the first two scenes of this episode was two different. <laughs> it had to be because that one episode or that one scene, nigga, they overheaded. It was all snow, and I was like, and then they, then they was outside of school with no snow. Come on, man! Come on, man! Um, all in all, dog, this was a it was a lot on on the content this week, man. Uh, each one of these shows this week had some ups, had some downs, had some flaws, had some really dope shit. I was happy to review all of these, man. More importantly, I'm just happy to be back in the studio. Happy my brother is back healthy, man, and he filling up to himself again, and we can get back to giving you all this good content. We'll be back next week with all the fire reviews that y'all love. Hit us up, This Week in Culture, across all the socials. Email us at thisweekinculture.com. Pod at gmail.com And uh, you can send your voice notes And your Blackberry letters over there man Until next week I'm Ant, that's Jay Episode 246, we out